Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Jolly Good Family podcast. I am delighted to have with me Bakul Hindocha. Bakul Kaka, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi there. Thrilled to have you here. And I can't wait to get into all of your stories and mischief and magic and all of the things that you bring to our family. Um, Honestly, when I was telling Div that, you know, we're recording today, she was so excited to hear this one because I think for lots of people, you bring so much joy and fun and laughter to kind of everything uh, that you do. And I know, um, you know, there's a lot on right now. We're recording this at the end of October 2020. Uh, and there's a lot of things, great things and, and uh, other things happening for you. So I'm so glad that you can make the time uh, for this conversation. No, I, it's a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this for some time. <laughs> so it's, it's nice. It's good. <clears throat> it's great. Good. Well, let's get into it. So we normally start right at the beginning. Uh, why don't you tell us what your childhood was like and where you grew up? I was born in Miwani. It's right on the equator. And uh, the house we used to live in was uh, right opposite uh, a clubhouse. And that's where my kindergarten was at the back. And there was a room, there was a club room that Bapu used to go every evening to play chopat. It's like uh, Indian chess. Right. Uh, Chopat was what was played by Kauros and uh, Pandos, and that's when the Pandos lost everything. And that's what Bapu used to play. <clears throat> so we used, I used to run over there, we used to go and check it out. We used to see them doing with the Cody's. So it was interesting. And uh, I was lucky that I had an elder brother and sisters. Maybe I was the youngest one, so I was spoiled third. <laughs> uh, so it was nice in a way. Uh, and uh, I used to pick up everything that Viren used to do. Yeah. So if Viren is into something, I would be into something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we used to get up into all sorts of things. So, yeah, I mean, we started playing badminton when we were around four or five. Babuji used to play volleyball then. He used to be the captain of the volleyball team. And the volleyball court was just further down. So it was quite a sporty atmosphere that we grew up in. Because mm-hmm. Babuji, when he was younger, was quite sporty. Uh, and I was the youngest of the seven siblings. So everything was in the house. Whatever sport you wanted, you pick up, it was there. And what, was, what wasn't there, we made up. Yeah. <laughs> So we had gilidanda, uh, nagel. Gilidanda uh, is with a stick and a thing you make it. These days it wouldn't be allowed because it's quite dangerous. Right. Because uh, you cut a small stick and you sharpen it on both ends. Uh-huh. So it's like sharpened to both ends. And then you take another stick and you hit one side down. The thing bounces around and you smack it. And the other team has got to catch it. Right. So it's quite dangerous. You can hurt anybody. But I don't think they ever did. Everybody was, I think it sharpens your reflexes. Because <laughs> if you're not sharp enough, you get hurt. There's a Darwinian <laughs> survival of the fittest going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, basically. So it was good. It was a brilliant childhood. And uh, I think we had a mini, uh, Bapuji had a Volkswagen then. Mm. What happened was by the time I was born, and uh, I was around three or four. Uh, Kundan and everybody went to India. Right. Uh, so Kundan was going, 
So Bharat uh, was going with her. Viba was very young, but she demanded that she go with them. Uh, Joshna, so Kundan was looking after Joshna, Bharat, Viba. And then we had our cousins. Uh, and they said, can Kundan take them as well? So they also went with Kundan. Kundan was only around, I think, 14, 12, 14. 14, yeah. 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 And she was looking after all these kids on, oh, wow. on a trip to India. They had to go from a train from Miwani to Mombasa, get on the boat. It's a seven-day boat trip to Porbandar. And wow. she looked after everybody. So I, so I was brought up only with Lata, Viren, and me, three. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was uh, what I remember. The yeah, rest I was going to ask because that, yes. so you were four at that time when they all yeah. make that journey to yeah. India. Yeah, yeah. So you you feel like I know you're part of seven. You're the youngest yeah. of seven, but yeah. like really you were the youngest of three, right? For that period. Yeah, basically, basically. Mm. Uh, and the other one, they used to come during their holidays every two years. Uh, but letters and everything kept on flowing, so you knew they were there. You know what they were doing. You know what they were up to. Mm. But it's not like Zoom or anything. It's letters. Yeah. That Bai <laughs> used to read them to us when they got the letters. Bai, we used to sit down with Bai and Bai used to read them to us. Bai used to tell us, read all the stories, everything with me, Viren and Lata. So it was lovely. Amazing. And uh, around that time, uh, Ramesh Bai, Ramesh Mama, uh, moved from India. He had just qualified to Miwani. Right. So he had a job under Bapuji as an accountant. So he stayed with us. Actually, no, that was afterwards. After a few years, we went to India. So I with Ba, Viren, me and Lata. Because uh, what happened in Congo? Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't safe, they thought, for children and wives to be there. So the husband stayed behind and we went to India. Uh, so when we were, I was having four or five, five, five. Uh, we moved to India. Uh, we were to Porbandar, and that's where we met uh, the rest of the mamas and everybody. Mm. Uh, Girish and uh, Arun. Arun was similar age to Viren, just slightly older. Mm. Uh, so we used to play cricket there, you know, draw the thing on the wall and play cricket there. Yeah. And me and Viren started going to school there. And we were from a small village. And Porbandar was quite big, it was a town. Hmm. And when we used to go to school, we used to come out of school and they used to sell golo, which is like a... Ice lolly. Ice, yeah, yeah, ice lolly. And we used to be fascinated. So we used to stand there watching it. And Bai used to get worried. So he used to send somebody to come and look for us. <laughs> we would be wasting Spending all our time watching all this space because we've never seen anything like that. We are from a small village. Uh, <clears throat> we had everything. I mean, but it was something different. Yeah. So, we, so I used to send uh, the, because uh, Ba's mama had the meal there, oil meal. Mota mama. Right. Uh, so they used to send the men from there to say, go and, go and look for these boys. So they used to come and bring us back. And the house we used to live in, right behind was the main prison. The main prison? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so me and Viren used to climb up the wall to have a look across to see what was going 
Did you see anything exciting going on there? <laughs> what I mean is, it was, it was, uh, it's something different. And and because we're from Africa, we used to climbing and doing things and doing whatever. Yeah. You know, freedom was there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it started off. And then there was a wild dog that used to roam around, and uh, we befriended it. Okay. So it ended up staying in our house. <laughs> of course, of course, it did. Yeah. <laughs> And one day, I think we it got under the bed and it was locked in, and it practically destroyed the whole house because it's trying to get out. The poor thing. Oh no! <laughs> then, then, then banned it from coming into the house. <laughs> <laughs> was that the first instance um, of you befriending a wild animal and bringing it into the house? Because it's definitely not uh, the last. No, um, we had rabbits in Africa before we went to India. Uh, so it was rabbits, but rabbits, yeah. there's no interaction, there's no, no, but no. But this was the first one. Yeah. Where we, uh, but the thing is we're used to dogs because Mug and Crack and everybody uh, in their houses had dogs. Right. So whenever we used to go there, I used to play with them. So oh. we're used to animals, but this was the first one the wild one that was moving around, or the, it was a street dog anyway, mm. that uh, used to used to give, used to feed it, and they used to come into the house. So it, yeah. uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but no, that that's how it happened. And then I think sometime later I had uh, jaundice in India. Oh. Uh, so it uh, I think for six months I had uh, I. I couldn't eat normal things, everything. It was just, I was in water, things and everything. And I didn't realize that that is what altered the chemistry of my liver. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know this until 10, 15 years ago when I came to this country. <clears throat> and uh, my GP was saying, a friend of mine, saying, Bakula, I've got nothing on my list for you. You've got no notes. You don't ever come to me. <laughs> so... So I said, yeah, okay. So I went one day, we did all the blood tests and everything. Because he said, I've got to have something. There's nothing yeah. here. It's, it's just like a blank paper. So we went there and he said, everything is fine, except you've got Gilbert syndrome. Said, What's Gilbert syndrome? I never heard of it. So he says, that's where there's certain enzymes and certain things, pathways in your liver uh, that break down heavy metals, paracetamol, and certain oils and everything. So you can't digest them. Oh, wow. But it's, it's 5% or 7% of people suffering different degrees. But, and the other thing it does, it doesn't break up the red blood cells that quickly. So your red blood cells remain longer in your body. Right. Uh, but the thing is, when I jaundice, jaundice is when your bile duct is blocked. Blocked, yeah. Yeah. So your bile duct is when your red blood cells are broken up, go into your feces. Mm. And that's why they're yellow. Yellow, yeah, yeah. Right? Now, if that bile duct is blocked, then your body becomes yellow. Mm. Your eyes become yellow. That's why you've got jaundice. Mm. So my body decided it's not worth breaking the red blood cells. So it's changed. <laughs> oh, no. So your liver changed its composition. Or yeah, but it, it just, your body is so Yeah. So it must have said, this is, I need to go this direction now. Yeah. 
Now, the thing is, since then, I couldn't eat onion and garlic. Is that, so that's the reason? That's the reason. I didn't know that. So since I, I used to eat onion garlic before I moved to India, but after that, I couldn't eat it because it comes out of my skin. That's how my body gets rid of it. Wow. So if I eat onion and garlic for the next four or five days, I can smell it on my sweat. Yeah, you can smell it in yeah. your pores. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's when I stopped eating onion and garlic. Incredible. And does that so, mean you can, so what about paracetamol and can you? If I take it, uh, it'll last longer time. Uh, so the half-life is longer. So in your case, if it lasts four hours, in my case, it will last six to eight hours. You have to be careful uh, with how much you take and how, uh, yeah, and yeah. how you space it. That's it. And the other thing is, uh, I can't break up heavy metals quite easily. So if you, um, lead and everything, I would mm. be poisoned quite quickly with it. I'm not told Nita that, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she's listening to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. And is, you know, there's some inside information you for you. Know, okay. that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you can edit that out, no problem. Um, that's, okay, wait, so, so take us back to India. So you're in India yeah. and um, you're, how long did you stay in India? Four. So you, you arrived when you were four or five. Yeah. And uh, then uh, we went back when I was around six, six and a half. Two years we stayed. Yeah. Uh, so it was an interesting time. Uh, Kundan had finished her all levels and she had moved to Baroda. Right. To do her, uh, I think, what was she doing? Hygiene, uh, food hygiene or something she was doing. Yeah. Uh, so we, me and Viren went to see her over there and it was interesting because there was Godagadis and different Olun. You know, it was, it was, I mean, for us, it was like a different adventure all the time. Yeah, amazing. And in Porbandar itself, the Jinnery was for groundnuts. So they used to have like a mountain of groundnuts mm. and we used to climb on there, play on there, mess around, do everything. And because, I don't know, nobody told us not to do it. <laughs> there were no they, rules. So, yeah, no, yeah. No, they just let us get on with it because they thought, oh, they're only here for a few years. Yeah. And they all wanted to please us, so that, that's fine. So me and Ren just used to get, anything you can think of, we used to get emptied. Uh, we used to do patang, kite flying on the kite thing, yeah. We used to make like um, take uh, rice uh, and make uh, put uh, shredded glass in it and put it on the string so you can cut the things down. Other so, people's kites. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, uh, but this is all the things we lose, uh, we learn from our cousins over there because <clears throat> we didn't know in Africa we could do that. But when we went back, we had all these. <laughs> you brought issues. some ideas. <laughs> You imported some new ideas from India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, no, so that was, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was it. We went to so many weddings over there and everything. So it was nice. Did um, you know, know Kunan Fay well at that point? So like, if you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're so obviously because she went to India when you were a lot younger, yeah. but I guess just through the letters and the, and through Bar yeah. having that connection. Yeah. yeah. No, Ma always made sure we knew exactly what was happening and what the thing was and how important the family was and everything. Mm. So Kundan was always the head of the family. And uh, she used to tell us that you've got to be 
like a fist. If your if your palm, palms are open, you can break your fingers. Mm. If you're like this, if you're all like this, they'll be difficult to break you. So he said, all you kids should always be like a muti. If you right. open it like this, and in between you're fighting, then other people can break you. So he says, yeah. the only way they can break you is if they can separate you. So he says, it's your duty to make sure you're like this. <laughs> incredible. And look, I mean, look where we are, right? I mean, the reason yeah, yeah. we're doing this is yeah. because yeah. there is that yeah. incredible bond between That's all it. of you yeah. siblings, and then, yeah. you know, hopefully through the generations as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they used to, because we used, I used to read Mahabharat and Ramayana all the time. So we, me and Viran used to sit down and listen to it all the time. And for us, it was like an adventure story. Mm. And from there, you gather bits and bobs all the time. But our main thing was uh, stones and arrows and bows and fighting and this and that. That was more interesting. <laughs> yeah. But the, the lessons became symbiotic. Yeah, the morals. Yeah, you just yeah, osmosis, morals, just yeah. like yeah, <laughs> just absorb them in. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's so, really cool. And and yeah. you've already talked a little bit about it, but did you when you go when you went so you went from you know your village where you grew up, you went mm -hmm. to India, which has a bit more hustle and bustle about it, a bit more of a city, a bit more yeah. urban. Yeah. When you come back, do you view things different, very differently? Or, you know, are you, you know, is your perspectives so, and obviously you're a lot older as, as well, yeah. you know, relatively. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you adjust back to going back to, um, well, going back to Africa? I think our attitude was the same. Uh, life was fun. Hmm. So for us, it was more. Because when we came back, we started schools. So, so you still had your old friends. Uh, you used to walk to school, come back to, from there, and uh, get into all sorts of mischiefs and everything. And you can think of. Uh, but no, uh, it didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter where we were. Uh, right. uh, I think we were lucky because me and Viren were always together. Hmm. So it didn't make that much of a difference. Mm. Uh, the thing was, when Bapuji came to India, he went to, because Bharat was in Rajkumar College. Uh, so Bapuji had gone to Rajkot to see what he was doing. And when he asked a few questions, he wasn't very happy with the education he was getting. So he said, no, I'm taking him back to Africa. Mm. So we were in India. Bharat moved back to Africa. Africa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there some rule that the seven of you are not allowed to be in the same country yeah, at the same I, time? Is there? I think I think over the 15, 20 years, you can count around five, six times when you're all together. Mm. And that's why when we get together, we always start taking photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where it comes from. <laughs> it's, ama it's amazing. And actually... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds it sounds silly because obviously you know these stories yeah. have lived in our family for a long yeah. time, yeah. but like me or Amit or Rajit or, yeah. or Kumar, we yeah. grew up in this bubble thinking that like you guys are always together. And having yeah. gone through these conversations, it becomes yeah. really obvious yeah. that really for the first, I mean, we'll get there, but for the first sort of twenty years, like you guys aren't together really a lot. <laughs> there's a, there's a few of you together, like Latafe and Vibhavi yeah. are together quite yeah. a bit, and you you yeah. and Dad are together, yeah, and um. You know, obviously, yeah. Josnafe and Bartha 
Valafoa, you know, end up in London for a while. So, you know, there's like clusters of people together, if I can put it that way. Yeah. But just the way that you are now together mm-hmm. is amazing, considering that for, you know, what most people now consider your formative years, you weren't really in one household. No, right? no, All no, of you no. have such not different even, journeys. Not even on one continent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but to us, it was just like an extension. Yeah. And their adventures became your adventures. Mm. So if they were doing something, they would write to you about it and you would think that, yeah, you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if we and Lata going to Manali or this and that on their half time, everything, um, you feel like you visited it yourself because they've written out nicely about it. Mm. They've done on their holidays. Uh, Kundan Foy would write uh, about it or um, she would come home and tell us stories. And uh, Bharat would tell us loads of stories. Uh, but anyway, so when we moved back, when we moved back to Miwani, Bharat was already in the boarding school in Kisumu. Right. He had finished his primary school in Miwani. So by the time we came back, me, Viren, uh, because it's only me and Viren came back. Right. Yeah. Lata left um, uh, with Vipa and Joshna in Gurukul. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so it was only me and Viran came back. Uh, and that's when Ramesh Mama moved in with us for a little while. Right. right. Uh, and uh, he once Ba was very ill, and uh, Ramesh Mama decided to make the puri. Uh, and uh, me and Viran decided to help him. Okay. And it's only when he started frying the puri that we, me and Viran thinking, I thought it smells like gatia. <laughs> so that's became gatia puri because he had used the wrong flour. <laughs> <laughs> we still laugh about it. There's a gatia puri mama made. So that, that's, how, that's how that came about. I love that. So, yeah. So no, so that that so that was. I mean, I we must have been. I must have been around seven, six, seven. We was nine, eight, nine. But it's it's memories that stick in. Yeah, of course. And uh, then Ramesh Mama got married, and uh, we, we we used to go to uh, Kisumu all the time mm. because Parath was in the boarding school. So we, every Sunday we used to go and visit him. Uh, now, in the boarding school, the rules were that. Boys were not allowed to go out every weekend. But Bapuji used to be one of the governors or whatever were they. Okay. So we used to take Bharat out every <laughs> every the rules, the rules didn't quite apply. No, time. no. <laughs> so so anyway. But me and because we had a small uh, Volkswagen buggy, uh, me and William used to sit in the box at the back. And okay. Ramesh and Mum used to sleep, sit in the Thing. So I still remember me and Viren fitting in that small space at the back, <laughs> all the journey to come back and everything. And uh, <clears throat> at that time, Ba was trying to learn how to drive. Okay. Uh, so she used, to, she used to have to learn how to drive. And I think by the time she gave up, me and Viren learned how to drive. Right. We were at the back. <laughs> Telling her what to do. <laughs> Uh, so so that, that's how the childhood went through. And then we moved to um, up by the mountains mm-hmm. because uh, 
the brothers split up uh, in Miwani. Uh, they wanted to, Lalji by Motavai wanted to move to Pondicherry uh, because he wanted to be like near mother and Arvindo yeah. and everybody. And uh, they all decided that to split up. And I still remember um, Dadaji coming to, oh, Dadaji used to come and he used to be traveling in a car and give sweets out to all the kids and everything. Uh, and uh, Dadaji came to our house and he used to talk to Bapuji and we were in there. And uh, I remember him telling Bapuji that uh, all the brothers are not happy about sharing the shares in Miwani Sugar Mills. Bapuji what do you mean? He says, no. And he says, I don't want to go to court. So Bapuji said, look, you are, the, you are my father. You are the one that's been my father. If you want the shares back, you can have it. So he went inside, took the shares and gave it to him. Wow. Yeah. And he didn't bet an eyelid. Bapuji was so annoyed, but, <laughs> but no, he just said, no. He says, look, you want it. I'm happy where I am. Yeah. Uh, so he gave, because he was supposed to have the sixth of the shares. Yeah. The other ones were five brothers. And he's been with them since childhood. Yeah. So uh, so he, he just gave it to the other and said, no, you can have it. I don't uh, want to fight. <clears throat> so all the other brothers split the money up. Yeah. And Kaka got remained in Mewani. Um, he remained in Mewani. Parkaka had the next town called Chemlin. And the other ones moved to uh, Pondicherry. Right. And so we moved uh, near the hills and we moved into Lalchipai's house. Right. So that, that's where we moved upstairs, down, up, down there. Uh, now the good mood, move was, because we moved into Lalchipai's house, his sons used to be into all the electronics and everything. So all the books and everything, popular mechanics and everything from America and everything, there was loads and loads. So me and Viren had such an amazing library. Uh, incredible. Uh, and this is in a small village. Mm. And we could learn anything we want. It's there. Uh, so it was, it, was, it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's how it happened. That we did, you need, did you need much encouragement? In I mean, you're a voracious reader now. Has, has that always been the way for you? You've always been into studying and reading and learning new things? It's funny, actually. I think I'm dyslexic. Okay. Uh, so I didn't realize that I learn by remembering words or paragraphs. Interesting. So if I read something, I'm not reading it. I'm looking at the whole paragraph meeting. I didn't realize that. And at the ex any, any exam I do, I've got to write the words out quite a lot. Instead of studying the subject, I'll be writing out how to write it. Right. Subject I could remember. I could remember the subject straight away. But in the exams, you have to write those yeah. things. And uh, that was my difficulty. Oh, uh, I have no idea. I didn't realize that that's what my problem was. But it's like learning Chinese. You know, you learn different of characters, that's how I learned mm. how to learn. Uh, so for me, if I look at something, I look at the end message, what it gives me. Mm. But if you tell me exactly what it says, I won't be able to tell you. <laughs> right, interesting, how interesting. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know that until 
I came into this country and I was finishing my pharmacy and we were studying it. That's when I realized. <clears throat> and, but the good thing was for me, because I was very bad at spending and things like that. Mm. Even now, if you give me something new, I would, I would have to read it properly and remember it. And now it's getting more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was younger, it wasn't. You just look at it and you remembered it. You remembered. Wow. Uh, the word. But now I've got to read it, write it, do it. If there's a new medication, I've got to look at it, write it, read it. Because it's not something that my brain remembers. I was going to say, that <laughs> given given your your vocation, your profession, that yeah. as a pharmacist, that's got to be incredibly tough, right? Because those are yeah. not always no, the most obvious and intuitive words yeah, to, to try and remember. Is, uh, yeah, and the thing is, you remember. I mean, mm. those, the thing was, I just went through. Well, I was lucky in a way that by the time I did my 11 plus, uh, what happened in... Miwani was, Miwani had until standard seven, which was 11 plus. And after that, you go to a school in Kisumu, the nearest town, secondary mm. school. Uh, so if you pass properly at 11 plus, then you go into like a ground school, which was the Kisumu Boys High School. Uh, so everything else was fine. I was lucky a year or two before that, that changed it into multiple choice. Right. For me, that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew the answers, they were there. I just had to take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, that's good. Things work so, out. Yeah, it worked out just right. So I went straight into A, a grade in Kisum Boys High School, straight in, no problems, because it was still, I got the good grades. Yeah. I went straight into Kisum Boys High School, and only because this exam had changed two years ago. Yeah, it's in- multiple. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, sorry, I took you away. So we're we're at the top of the hill in the house yeah. at the top of the hill, and you're in this yeah. amazing library. Is there anything you're particularly drawn to, or you or, or my dad? Like, is, is anything that you know particularly kind of draws you in? In what way? In what subject? So was it computers or mechanics or? No, didn't well, like just everything. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Amazing. It didn't matter. It was there. For see, because you lived in a world which was quite small, mm. and you could see this huge world out there. And at that time, they were sending Apollo nine, Apollo ten, Apollo thirteen to the moon, and everything. And you're into it. And Bapuji used to listen to BBC world news every day and the engine every day you're listening mm. so you are involved you're in tune with the whole world and your siblings are all over, all over the world yeah of course so yeah. so what i mean is your world is quite so you want to learn as much as you can it's like a, you want to learn whatever is going on outside because yeah. you haven't got it there i don't know but that, everything everything that was there <clears throat> if it was there you read it and you were uh, tried it out you tried yeah yeah it's like uh, <clears throat> we read up once that you can make magnets out of uh, wire you know elect- yeah. you just twirl the wire around and you uh, pass the current magnet, through it yeah pass the current through it anyway what we didn't realize was you had to have a direct current <laughs> not the 
AC that you have in the house. Yeah. yeah. So we used to wire it up, do this, and then switch the switch on. Used to blow the fuse. Yeah. <laughs> so before Ban Bapu, you realize we blown the fuse. We had to learn how to change the fuse, the old fashioned <laughs> fuse. <laughs> So it was, but everything you learned, you wanted to put into practice. Yeah, nice. So you 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 see something, you say, oh, yeah, I can do that. There was no such thing as you can't do it. Yeah, and you got you both of you have very kind of practical mindset. Like you said, you you see something and you want to do it in real life, which I think actually is quite rare. A lot of people are somewhat content to just read. The things or you know whatever yeah. you, and you can yeah. see even now in you guys you guys are yeah. very you know hands-on and um you know yeah. you want to get get into it in a real way that's very yeah. cool there and were lots of stories that emerged from this period of time so i'm I, yes. you know i'm sure you'll yeah. give us a very honest representation of the mischief that you got up to oh oh that was uh we every sunday no every saturday we used to go and see a movie. Uh, in the staff quarters had a movie, Hindi movie, every three weeks, mm. an English movie every four, every fourth week is an English one. Right. So whatever we saw on that, we used to try and enact and do act. Yeah, because it's something that. So I think we once saw Swiss Family Robinson. Right. That was brilliant. Right. Survival out there. So we made a tree hut and uh, uh, a tree house and things like that and made it all up and everything. And then we used, there used to be a lot of uh, small farms around. They used to grow maize and things like that in the front gardens and everything. And me and Viren used to go and nick them. The maize is ready, so you go and pluck it. <laughs> And then we went up to this tree house and we had all our friends and you had to go by a rope uh, right up to the top. It was a big, big tree. And uh, we started a fire there because we wanted to do this uh, corn. And the whole thing caught fire. And we were down, within two seconds, we were down those ropes. Within two seconds, it was just And then we ran away because we didn't know, we didn't know that we had set fire to it. <laughs> And by it, you're talking about the treehouse. Yeah. Right? Does the fire spread to the corn? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit. Just a bit of the crop was destroyed. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, a, yeah. No, that's the other thing. Um, we used, because we were in a sugarcane estate, every now and then the sugarcane used to catch fire, mm. lightning or whatever. So <clears throat> Bapuji used to have to go and attend to it and uh, um, they that's when we realized how they control fires by making a break yeah now we didn't know that but when you're there and you see it then you realize yeah that, that's what that's what you do you make a break yeah. and because and you, then you set fire over there so because on this side the hot air is rising if you set fire over here that will go towards the fire as well because yeah. the air is rising there yeah. So it make, makes a clean break <clears throat> so that my fire doesn't spread. And then once Bapuji came and the head fallen, it broken his wrist and everything. So that's when he broke his wrist the first time. Right. To sort the fire out in the 
nothing, but we did quite a few fires ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we would say we were making a fire break, but... <laughs> but you actually just caused a bunch of fires. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And the other thing was uh, the Diwalis. We used to have loads of fireworks. Uh, in fact, that was when Latta, Latta was still there, yeah. Uh, and uh, she used to be frightened of fireworks. So we used to have what is called datan. Mm-hmm. It's um, what you use as a toothbrush. It's mm-hmm. a stick that yeah. you cut to different sizes. And so we used, used to have like a datan stick. We just cut, make a split at the end of it and put a small fire only there for her to do it. We used to do it in our hand. She used to have to have a stick. Have a stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we used to go through our fireworks very quickly before Diwali. And she used to have this hoard. <laughs> <laughs> somehow we couldn't resist, so we used to go and nick some from her. <laughs> so so it, was, it, was, it was silly things like that. Yeah, amazing. Uh, and we used to have like a, a Chopra Pujan that used to be at the office. Uh, it was like an etch. So there would be some kids on this side of the thing, some kids on the other side, and we used to have like a firefight mm. with uh, Hawaii and all, you know, you throw at each other and all things. And the fireworks, I was surprised. Over here, you put it on the ground and then you light it. Then I came to this. <laughs> you guys were just holding them in your hands and letting them go? Yeah, because you got to count, because you wanted to explode in the air so you got to work out how much fuse is left <laughs> before you throw it <laughs> i love that i love that you throw it you don't even just like let it go it's like no a... no no no. you got to throw it up in there so it explodes in the so it air explodes out, out away from you and whoever thing is whoever explodes it right on the top is supposed to be the winner so you right. got to Time it just right. So it's a competitive game. Your right friends let them explode in their hands. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Fun. So yeah, but uh, I don't think I would let my kids do that risk. Mm. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to parenthood in a minute because um, <laughs> we led a very much more restricted lifestyle than I think uh, I, you and my not dad. Not that much. Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. That's amazing. So, so you're going through you're going through school, and you're doing well. And um, yeah, what what comes next? Oh, uh, end up in boarding school hmm. in uh, Kisumu. Parat uh, had been through that. Walabdas had been through that. Um, and when I went, Viren was still there. Uh, I was lucky because otherwise you get bullied over there. Right. Uh, and uh, I went, and they normally serve you tea. I didn't drink tea. I only had coffee. Right. <laughs> because Bapuji drank coffee. Yeah. Bad drank tea. So me and Viren only drank coffee. coffee. I think <laughs> Viren started drinking tea, but I. So in the end, it was only me and Kundan that were, and until now, me and Kundan are the only ones that still drink only coffee. Only you don't coffee, you don't have any tea. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. So it's only, it's only Kundan and me left now that only have coffee. The rest of them started drinking tea. But uh, when I went to boarding school, 
<clears throat> so I had coffee, which pissed the other kids off. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, special treatment you will do that. Yeah. yeah. And then I didn't have lesson dungri. So I had to have special food for me. Right. <laughs> Again, I'm sure that was fun for everyone else. Yeah. So I used to go and eat in the kitchen with the maraj. Because uh, easier. And the rest of the kids were like in a thing where they get sewed. And once you get sewed, you don't get any more. Over there, I could have what I want. <laughs> so, and Baba had said he wants good kara, so he's get good kara. <laughs> nice. So on request as well. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. On request. So, no, it's good. But I didn't feel any different. Because that's how I, thought, I thought life was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not your fault. I mean, yeah, can't blame you. Yeah, no, so, but we used to get into all sorts of things. And in the morning, you had to get up um, at five in the morning mm. <clears throat> uh, to have a bath. You had uh, around, there were around seven to eight baths, uh, bathrooms, and you were allocated number one, two, three, four. <clears throat> and there's around, you must be around 200, 300 kids. So everybody had to, everybody had their 10 minutes. Right. So you go outside and there's like a big tank, which they a firewood under so it would boil the water so you get a little bit of water and there's like a watchman a scurry <clears throat> and you put the water on and once you had enough you'd knock on your thing come on it's for the next person now so you only had this much hot water you go into the bathroom and you fill it with cold water and you have your bath and you're out within 10 minutes wow. so that was every morning so every morning, I, that was your bath routine yeah yeah, so you have to go. And once you come out, you go into assembly and you've got to be in time for assembly because that's when they do the prasna. Okay. And after that, you go and have your breakfast and then you walk to school. So that was... That's your routine from 5 a.m. in the morning. Bath, yeah. prasna, yeah. Yeah. breakfast, after school. Yeah, yeah. And then <clears throat> uh, walk to school and everybody had their own desk. So when you come back, you have your dinner, and then you sit down, do your homework, and then you go to bed. Uh, so that was the routine. Uh, and it was quite regimental. Hmm. Uh, so, but Sundays and everything, Ban Babaji used to come, used to come. But I was lucky, uh, within one term, there was a coach that used to come from past Miwani to Kisumu every morning to bring the kids up and down. Hmm. So Babaji arranged for me and Viren to get onto that coach. Okay. So we went back to Miwani. Oh, nice. So I only stayed for, I think, one term in the boarding school. I think if it had been more than that, I would have been beaten up. But <laughs> <laughs> you managed to escape. And did you, so I guess I was going to ask, do you, you went from what sounds like a childhood of you know, complete, almost complete freedom and exploration and fun and adventure. Yeah. To a quite a regimented routine was that an adjustment for you were you always a morning person or you know able to kind of wake up then or the fact that you had yeah. to only tolerate it for a term you just no, kind of was, it. no 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 it was fun because to me it was a different adventure right two of my friends were with me from mewani uh Naresh and sudhir sudhir thagram one of my friends mm. who is over here mm. yeah he was also there uh, so <clears throat> what i mean is for me 
it was just a different adventure. Yeah. It didn't seem like uh, there was anything different. Um, and Ban Babaji used to come every Sunday. Used to jump in with them, go to Hippo Point, have a picnic, come back, and um, luck carried on. Yeah. But uh, it was good. And uh, <clears throat> first day at Kisumboy's High School, I didn't realize that I was in Form 1A. Uh, and next to us were the headmaster's, uh, vice headmaster's office, the medal. And he was a very strict man. We didn't know that. So our teacher was late, so we were making lots of noise. And he comes in. This is the first day, remember? <clears throat> Makes us all stand on our uh, chairs. Your hand out. And he used to carry like a stick. And everybody, everybody got a cane. Yeah. He went through the whole room. And this was our introduction to Kisumu Boys High School. First day. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different world now. Different world, yeah. No, but that was it. That was it. Everybody got a cane, and you realize that you can't make that much noise. <laughs> yeah. So we still got up to things like putting a duster on the top of the door so then the teacher comes and hits him on his head and <clears throat> stupid things like that. But <laughs> did you get caned often or punished often, or did, did they yeah. just let those things kind of slide? They let those things slide. Yeah, they yeah. just, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, you do, you know, which teachers to do it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who had a you, sense of humor? You suss out the soft ones very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Softies, nice. <laughs> nice. If you, yeah. So, no, no, no. It was, uh, life was, I mean, to me, it was a good adventure meeting mm. new friends, doing things, uh, playing hockey for the first time. Uh, playing cricket, uh, <clears throat> running around the track. You know, it was something that you didn't do it as a competitive sport, but over there you did. Yeah. And you think, hang on, I'm good at this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Were you, I know you're a very good golfer now. Were you always kind of quick to pick up new sports or were there any particular sports that you loved when you played at this point in time? I think all the sports are just good. Mm. I was lucky because Viren was there. Right. And he was two years older than me. And he's always been very competitive. Mm. So he just pulled me through. And for me, it just followed a natural trend. Now, mm. uh, if you see something, you can replicate it. Right. Basketball. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed basketball. I was quite short. I was the shortest in the class. But they didn't stop me playing basketball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because you could mask it, you can you can drop it. Uh, and you can yeah, so but the thing was the school was fun and the education came naturally. Hmm. I I don't think I ever studied for anything. Uh, I can tell why <laughs> you were so popular at school. This no. is <laughs> <laughs> No, it was just, uh, like I say, it just came. Came naturally to you. Yeah. So, and science, it had to have a logic. Right. If you ask me to study something like history or something, which I've got to remember, I would struggle. Mm. Uh, I would remember, if I was interested in it, I would remember. But if you ask me 
history questions or something, <clears throat> I would struggle. But if you ask me the logical things, I can work it out and bring it back. I don't have to learn it. It come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, that's a, so and that's that's really given you know what you said before about um yeah. sort of dyslexia it's kind of really yeah. interesting that you that you talk about that because I got to admit like for me especially the yeah. last maybe the last 10 years learning yeah. to learn has become you know something of a minor obsession a hobby yeah. um and this idea I I'm I'm exactly the same it's really funny yeah. I remember I was studying part of my CFA was around yeah. accounts mm. And I was saying to my dad, I'm really struggling with this accounting stuff because it makes yeah. no logical sense. There's no logic yeah. behind the 5th of April yeah. being the tax day. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you just remember it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't do that. Like, that <laughs> makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. That way. And it, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I know exactly what you mean. That If I understand the logic, then I can extrapolate and I'll remember it forever. That's what I, I mean, yeah. I can't. Yeah. And uh, once you've worked it out, you remember it forever. Yeah. And then you can apply it to any other thing, exactly. any other situation. Yeah. So if you, if I learn something with this, if it's a new situation, I can say, "Hang on, that worked like that, or that it should work like that." Mm. So, but I was lucky that because I was in, see, in Africa, <clears throat> we used to do the Cambridge O levels. Yeah. Right. And the in Form Four, you had to have a minimum of six subjects. And your subjects got added up, where you get grade one, uh, one, two, three, up to seven. And if you got below 21 points, you got uh, first class. Then you get second class, you get third class. Right. <clears throat> Just addition of the six subjects. Hmm. Uh, and you don't choose the subjects. That was the strange part. <clears throat> the subjects are chosen by which stream you're in. Right. So if you're in A stream, you, you do separate sciences. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can drop history, you can drop geography, you can take a woodwork, uh, metalwork, and technical drawing. Right. For me, it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you take up the option to drop those other subjects? Theological? No, there's no option. There's no option, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you had to because you're in that stream. You, you go, you, you stay in a stream. What happens is every year until the second year, you'll go up and down in the stream depending on how much marks you get. Mm. So if by the second year you're still in top grade, then you'll be doing separate sciences, you'll be doing this, you'll be doing this. That's the whole class does the same thing. Right. Advanced maths, maths, everything is within that subject. For me, it was brilliant because those are the kind of subjects I would love. Mm. So subjects I can do. Mm. Close so, to your strengths, right? The logical, yeah. but also the practical. Practical, yeah. And the hands-on, yeah, amazing. Yeah. So they've got all level in metal work, all level in technical drawing. Uh, and that was a bonus because not every school did that because it was a grammar school. Mm. We were lucky. Mm. So I was lucky in, in the sense that in my education, and I got first class because I was doing the subjects I liked. That you were thriving in. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I got a merit in English literature. Because you had to do English. English literature was a... There were core subjects you had to do. And uh, <clears throat> I had to write an S, uh, 
something on the thing because I remember the whole book. Because to me, if I'm reading a book, it's like a movie. Right. When I'm reading it, to me, it's like playing a movie in my brain. Mm. So for me to remember something, I would just replay the <laughs> so, was... so that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought everybody thought like that. Yeah. No, when did you it, when when do you think you realized that you learn differently or you think about these things differently? When I went to uni. Oh, okay. When I went to uni, uh, that's when I realized that not everybody is the same. Same. Mm. Uh, and then and then you learn about it and you study about it and you think that's what it was. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. Before the exams, I spent most of my time writing the spellings and the words down. They, were, they would all be studying about what it does. I already knew what it does, but I had to write it out. So write I could... it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. But it's so good that you managed yeah. to figure out the way that you learn and then yeah. stick to that discipline and that method for so long, right? Because I, I found, and my experience was, I, I discovered very late, but... Um, yeah. A lot of people don't, you know, because they just go through the school system and it is just yeah. the machine that you, yeah. if you don't happen to learn that way, it can be very tough. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it was, it's like uh, we had like a reading uh, class at school hmm. and you had to report how many pages you read, what you read, everything. I'll finish a book in a day. Yeah. But you can't tell the teacher that. <laughs> <laughs> why not he wouldn't believe you or because you just keep assigning you well the work or? so you have to write down in a month you read three pages over here and four pages over there and I'm thinking this is stupid but you have to do it to conform to what he taught you <laughs> incredible yeah, so, so I mean we used to read James Huckley Chase everything that was in the house Yeah, you read yes. so I mean Lata read certain kinds of books. Viva read certain kinds of books. Uh, there were books there from, like, say, Laljipa's house. Yeah. Uh, Bharat read different kinds of books. We rendered different. So for me, it was like a library at home. Right. Yeah, you inherited everyone's collection. Mm. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think, who wrote it? Uh, I think Lata or Viva uh, had the third eye, Lopsamranta. Right. I read that. And then all of a sudden, it, I didn't know anything about Buddhism. Didn't know there was a debate or where it was or anything, but all of a sudden this there was a whole new world there. Yeah. And uh, I read all his books, everything. And uh, then I come into this country and find out that he used to be an assistant, he was a postman from here, pretending to be a monk from. <laughs> yes, yeah, not always perfect. Um... <laughs> yeah, but all of the time you, you thought, no, this is exactly what this was his life, and this is what happened. And you, you know what I mean? And then yeah. you realize it. And then I was reading up about him. Was, no, it's, when I came over here, Bharat said, you know, he was a uh, post, assistant postman. I said, no. I said, yeah. <laughs> That's great. That is wonderful. Yeah, so it, it's, uh, so he read everything. Uh -huh. And Ba used to be very good at telling stories, hmm. uh, read stories all the time. Bharat used to be brilliant when he came from, uh, whenever he came for holidays, he used to sit and he used to tell the stories from 
daily. And it used to carry on and on and on every day. And every day we'd tell him, come on, what's happened now? What's happened now? So we used to spend days listening to different stories. Wow. <clears throat> we used to spend, the games we played in the house was Tappo uh, and, uh, oh, we used to do Andar Yuga. We used to make the house completely dark. Right. And then try and find people and everything. Uh, it was a big house, so you had to make, so it was, it was, Things we used to get up to was amazing. Um, we used to have, uh, oh, then Shekhar came into our lives, mm. dog. Uh, he came in, Bharat had just come back from in, uh, London uh, and uh, I think 66, 67, 68 or something. Bharat had just come more from, and that's when Shekhar had come over. Uh, Shekhar was just a little puppy. Hmm. And uh, we all looked after him and everything. Then Bharat went back to London. And uh, somehow we got attached to me, or I get attached to it, and used to spend most of our time together. So, and because you read the Secret Seven and Famous Five and everything, the dog was there. Dog's best friend. It, yeah. Yeah, it became part of your life. Yeah. And we used to go up the mountains. We used to do follow the river up and down. Uh, like, you know, when you see people jumping from tree to tree or, you know, from one roof to the other roof and everything. What do they call it? Park? Parkour. 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 We used to do that over there. Right. Because we used to go up the river and then run down on these big stones, right? Just all, within 20 minutes, we were down Incredible. and we were just jumping and there was no shoes, bare feet on wet and you're jumping and you're, you're, in, the, you're in the jungle. And we used to, I mean, that's, I think that's how me and we didn't get our timing and everything from because we just used to run down. And one of our friends, his brother, young brother, Broke his leg. One of he fell, broke his leg, and uh, we didn't believe him. <laughs> so this river around, uh, I think a mile or so away. Right. So we made him walk all the way home. Oh no! Well, on a broken leg. Yeah, and he was on crutches for I think six eight months. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, but uh, like I say, it things happen. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine now yeah um, we used wow. to make uh, uh, there used to be every night well what we used to live near the Nandi Hills you know the runners from uh, Kenya that come over uh, mm. win the marathon and everything most of them are from the Nandi Hill Nandis because yeah. they live at around five to six thousand feet all the time uh, Miwani was at around four four and a half thousand feet and there was like a mountain behind us. We used to climb it up and down. It used to take us just to climb up and down. You used to spend the whole day. It was like a full day. They used to run down in the morning, work for six to eight hours in the sugar cane, cutting the sugar cane, and then run up again. That was the daily life. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, for them, there was normal. I mean, they, they just, yeah. Incredible. Incredible, yeah. So, and... So the Nandis lived on the Nandi hill, on the plains for the Luos, two different tribes, enemies of each other. Right. So if you live 
where the Luos are, you got to have the Askari, we used to call him, from Nandi tribe, because then he would look after you. Okay. So you, you deliberately, <laughs> you get a yeah. guard from the other side to make other sure side. they're so, vigilant. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't get in touch. Yeah, he, he doesn't help them. Yeah. <laughs> He'll never betray you because... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you do the other way around if you're in the Nandi side. <laughs> Amazing. So, so Did you ever get caught in any like tribal strife between the different tribes in Kenya? No, no, no. But once um, we were in a picnic at the river and the Nandis at the age of uh, 11, they got to go and live off the land for seven to eight days because that's their, from childhood to adulthood, that's their... Rite of passage, rite almost of like passage. that. Yeah, okay. So they've got these bows and arrows and everything. And we saw them there, we didn't react. For us, it was, well, they're there, they're there. Didn't make it part of the thing. But one of the girls got injured with an arrow. Uh, because they must have been shooting at something or they shot her or something. Oh, no. uh, but that's about the only nearest thing we ever come to. Uh, I think because we believed we were invincible and behaved like that, nobody touched you. Uh, you are from Miwani, you are from Hindocham. Uh, you behave like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then everyone just respects the that's, gravitas yeah. that comes with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. Reason. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we used to go and follow Bapuji in the, around the factory, everything. Now, Bapuji was amazing. Uh, from our balcony you can see the factory and you can see the what kind of smoke is coming out from the boiler because there is a big furnace there uh, and from the smoke you can tell whether they're grinding the sugar cane properly or not really yeah just from the smoke it, from, because if it's dark or something it's got more sugar in it it should be white right it's not been compressed so we would go down to the factory, have a look at the press and everything, make sure it's done properly, everything. So it was just from there. So from there, and every time we came back from Kisumu, or anywhere we're out of town, first thing we'd do is go to the lading bay, where the, <clears throat> what happens is when you cut sugar cane, you take it to the factory. Uh, there's some satellites farms around as well. So they would be coming as well. So you would be buying sugar, uh, sugar cane off them. Now, the truck would be full of sugar, a sugar cane. It would be weighed. They go and dump the sugar cane. Then they come back. The truck is weighed. The difference is what you pay them. Right. Yeah. So what some of them used to do was when they're going through, they would have around 10 or 12 people. People in the back. In the <laughs> On the thing, and when they come through, there's only the driver. So you're paying for this weight of all these people. <laughs> yeah. So you got to be sure that the people that are working on the scales have not been offered bribes. Right. So otherwise, they would have to take them off. So when you come back from uh, Kisumu, Bakuji first go there, 
talk to the managers there, everything, see how much has gone through, what the weight is and everything. Then you would go to the crushing side, see how much juice has been produced. Then you would go up through the thing, see how much is being filtered. Then we go to the refinery side, <clears throat> see how much sugar can uh, have been, refined sugar has been done. And he would work it out like this, if there's something wrong. From there, the molasses that was extracted from the sugar to make it refined goes to the molasses factory to make the spirit. Interesting. So nothing was wasted. Nothing, nothing wasted, wasted, yeah. No. <clears throat> and uh, one of Dasi's brother uh, used to be in charge of the spirit factory. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Small yeah. World. yeah. So we used to go there and look at it, see how much has been produced, how much has been there. And then we go home. And from just those figures, Bapuji next day would go in the office and work out and knew where the problem was. Incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, it became like normal to just go through and do that and people to see us going with Bapuji. So if we go into the factory, nobody would stop us. Right. Yeah. Because they know who you are. Yeah. So anyway, you know, any other boys, you'd have to write your name, do this, everything. But now, so we used to go, if you wanted something done or made or done, we used to go there because the whole factory, it was like a workshop, basically. There are different workshops for wood, metal, everything. You wanted something done, you're going to have it done. Mm. So like the blades, we went to see the Russian uh, circus at had come to Kisumu. First time we saw knives being thrown at somebody. Wow. Yeah, it's it's quite yeah, we've we had one recently actually. Yeah, yeah, and um, that was brilliant. <laughs> so, what do we do? Yeah, I was gonna say, I can see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme, yeah. yeah. So, who, who gets to throw the knives and who's got the apple on their head or who's pinned no. to a board? Oh, that was the other thing, apple on the head, because we read the story about that and then we had to have the boy and arrow, but we didn't not have the courage to shoot him. So, we used to put an apple on the tree and try and shoot it off. <laughs> Anything that was in the book, we had to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> so great. This one, we went and uh, you know the saw, the saw blades. Mm. Well, when they've been used, the metal is quite hard. So we used to tell the chefs to make knives for us from that. So mm. sharpen the knives, do that, keep the weight proper. And then we used to go and practice on the trees behind the house. <laughs> Did you and get good at knife throwing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knife throwing, panga. Panga is, you know, that uh, machete. Yeah. Yeah. Is to throw that straight under the tree. Uh, so it was funny. Uh, so bows and arrows we were good at. Throwing we were good at. Uh, we used to play bas base, basketball, uh, baseball. Interesting. Uh, rounders, we used to call it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so we used to play. We said every evening from when we came back from school until 7.38, there used to be a game we used to play all the time outside. And we used to call us back hmm. for dinner and go, go to sleep. Uh, but then we used to have clubs and everything. But yeah, this machete and knife throwing and everything was just, it just became like normal things. 
<laughs> Could you imagine letting your kids at that age throw machetes around at trees? And no, like no, no, no. <laughs> we can do axe throwing now. We went axe yeah. throwing the other day. That's a, that's a okay. lot of fun. Um, yeah, but it's similar to that. But this yeah. was um, something you had seen, so something you had to do. Something you had to try. Yeah, you threw a that. target, big target on the tree, and because it's me and Viren, we are quite competitive. So. He had to get be very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you're very competitive too? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I know you, bo you both are. Um, yeah. No. Uh, <clears throat> it's like uh, anything, anything, anything. I, I used, we used to play badminton all the time, every evening, and we didn't realize how good we were. Because we were just playing in Miwani. Hmm. Uh, and first time in Form 4, last year in the school, uh, I went to the badminton championship, joined in with another fellow from my club who was also in the in Kisum Boys High School. He was two right. years younger than me. He wasn't very good in Miwani, but he was the only one that was in that school. So he was my partner. And I won the singles and we won the doubles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big cup. <laughs> wow. Why did I wait four years? Yeah why, yeah, why didn't you join before? Did you just yeah. assume that because, I don't know what, because you, you weren't good enough or you'd always played? No, because it's normally played in the evenings or at weekends and we used to go back right, right, right. Yeah. to Miwani. Yeah. So, all the social activities that were there in the school, after school, we never took part. Yeah. Yeah. If it was done in PE, it was done in the other one, that was fine. But this championship was done on a Saturday, Sunday, because after, after school hours. So it's just the first time. Uh, don't, why don't we join? And he said, okay. Yeah. So we joined. And uh, we used to call my coach. Uh, public coach, we used to go to Kisumu, come back by taxi. Uh, so, but we, I, I won. I, I couldn't believe it. I won. Uh, and on the last game, I didn't realize I had tennis elbow. Oh. Couldn't move the hand. So, what do I do? I tie my handkerchief around here. Didn't know why I was doing it, but that's the only thing that kept it proper. And that was the right treatment. All right. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> you just pinch, what you pinch the the muscle and the nerve behind muscle it. There and that yeah. was I thought oh, that doesn't hurt anymore. So I okay. tied my handkerchief around there. You won the championship. Yeah. <laughs> didn't realize you had tennis somewhere. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> so, Amazing. Nice, crazy things like that. Uh, the other thing was uh, Manoj uh, Magankaka's son had an air rifle. So you see uh, all the movies and everything with mm. guns and everything. So we then used to make we used to make guns with really? rubber bands and everything. Yeah. So we used to go to the factory and have the thing done, made, have the proper bands done, and then used to fire with stones and whatever. Uh, we used to be very good at that. So the, that was fine. And we used to make uh, ball bearing uh, carts. Uh, 
which we to tie behind the bike and go around and your knuckles always turn to straight because it was oh. you holding it like this and oh. you meet that way. and Bao would only know if one of us is injured because we had not closed the bottom drawer where all the bandages were kept <laughs> <laughs> you kind of came snuck in and dressed it yourself and yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no crying to there's no crying to bar at that point. And there used to be iodine. They buy iodine onto it, and that's it. You forget about it. That's it. That's the end of it. And because we never used to wear shoes, running around everything, the soles of feet were quite thick, mm. and there used to be loads of thorns in them. So every two three weeks, by you'd sit down with a needle to take all the thorns out. What so of your feet? Just every yeah. just as a yeah, <laughs> because this is <laughs> you went everywhere. You ran away. Yeah, no, it, it's a and you. Well, to us it was normal. Mm. Uh, and uh, like when Maganaka built the swimming pool, uh, we learned how to swim. They're uh, just jumping in and messing around, and then we balanced again. So we taught them how to swim. <laughs> Did they learn as quickly as you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But she just Viva threw them in. Viva was good. Lata was scared. Right. So Lata took some time. But Viva was okay. Now Viva used to get into all sorts of mischiefs with us. Hmm. We used to, but Lata yet to be. Lata was more bookish. Right. You can call it that. Yeah. She would enjoy a book rather than coming out in the sun or doing anything or yeah. But she would join in. Once we were going up the mountain, there's a whole lot of us, and halfway through she decided to throw a tantrum and saying she's not going any further. And we said, okay, you can stay here, but we're not coming back this way. <laughs> this is Lata Lat- Lat- Fey. What did she decide to do? Uh, she had to join us. She <laughs> just came, yeah. 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 We said, yeah, we were going all the way around. We said, we're not coming back this way. She said, I'm not going any further. <laughs> <clears throat> so there's lots of things. It's, 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 it's incredible. It's a different life. Mm. Every day was a different adventure. Mm. Uh, we used to, like I say, uh, when Ba was learning how to drive, me and Viran already from just seeing learn right? Yeah. So we used to have like a school bus that used to bring us up. So we used to tell the driver to give us the steering wheel so we can drive it. So we used to drive up, coming up and down. And this is, uh, but it just happened. Uh, to, he let us do it. There was only one teacher that she was there. She wouldn't let us do it. Right. <laughs> but otherwise we did it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was things like that. It was, uh, it's like uh, in the, when Viren was around, I think, 14, 15, we decided to take Bapuji's car for a spin every lunchtime when Bapuji was sleeping. So Bapuji used to come home. He was very particular about his timing. He'd come home, have his dinner, go to sleep for 20 minutes, wake up, go to work. Amazing, which a switch off. Mm-hmm. And he used to put the keys under his uh, cushion. So we used to go, gradually take the cushion, take the keys out. 
<laughs> go for a spin in the car, come back, put the keys back. <laughs> and he'd be none the wiser. None the wiser. Unfortunately, this day, a kid ran across from behind the bus. Oh. And we hit him. We didn't oh. drive So that's when Bapaji knew we were taking the car. <laughs> so we had to bribe the chap's father. And we think we got caned properly for that one. <laughs> did, uh, what did Bar say about all this stuff? Because she, surely she must have known something was up. Uh, she knew that we used to call it Caprocodio. Right. Caprocodio is the name of two Barotias, uh, bandits in India. Right. They were young. And he used to call us Caprocodio, bandits. <laughs> Amazing. It's incredible. I mean, so, so many of your stories are, like you said, it's just like a different world, right? And and the bit that I'm always fascinated by with all of you is, and, and we can get there when we get there, but it's always, you know, how you, when you get to the UK and you look back, how different your lifestyle was and how much freedom yeah. you had and how yeah. much adventure and opportunity and yeah. you know, all of those things, yeah. that, you know, it's, it's incredible to me that, you know, the way that you guys adapted to this country, but you know, we 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 will get there. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, when uh, when the Apollo program was going on, so me and Naresh decided we'll we'll write to NASA that we want to come and visit you and this and that, and you know, write the letters to get letter. And we used to get all the plans and everything from NASA about the different stages and how they're going to do it and everything. And we used to write, then we started writing to all the embassies. Really? Yeah. So then the PLO is being formed. So we get letters from PLO, we get letters from Israel. <laughs> from uh, uh, Russia, because we like the stamps from everywhere. So we used to write to the embassies in Nairobi that we would like to visit as if we are the parents with our right. children. Can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, was, it was different, but what I mean is it's just you go through phases. Yeah. And then went through this phase because there was the Apollo program happening and everything. <clears throat> I went through the phase of learning about space and this and that. Mm. Um, and everything, everything was possible. There was no limit in your mind of what you cannot do which was Ba and Bapuji's blessing. Hmm. I said, you can do whatever you can do. It's up to you to make the most of your, what you're given. <clears throat> so there was no like artificial barriers to anything. Practically there wasn't. Uh, if you want to do something, you learn it. Right. Uh, so there was no such thing that I can't do it. So... And then, <laughs> That's, it's quite rare, I think, now. But even, imagine, I imagine then, and in that culture and in that society, that kind of empowerment for was, all of you is extremely, is an extremely rare it, thing, it's, right? it's, no, The thing was, we thought it was normal because all mm. seven siblings were like that. So for you, it didn't feel different. I talk to my friends now, and they view their childhood in Miwani in a different way. And I'm thinking, mm. oh, 
I never saw it from that angle. Mm. Yeah, because all I saw what what I can do. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, not. It's like uh, Manoj uh, did his economics degree in LSE over here. Came to Africa. Uh, on his course code, I was at that time. I was doing my A levels. Now all levels, all the A levels are done here. All levels. So he came to Africa. And we used to just play badminton and volleyball. What what I mean is, there's no squash court in. Right. Uh, so he said, "Come with me," because he wanted company <clears throat> to go to Kisumu to play. And then one day he said, "Why don't we just? We can build one in Miami." He was the director. Sir, he was the director. If you want to have something built, it takes. There's no planning permission. Yeah, he just builds yeah. it. So I went to the local library in Kisumu. Got the plans, made the plans, brought it to him, <clears throat> and told the builders what to do. And we had a squash court built. <laughs> it's 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 hard to even imagine what that must be like. Do you know? And for yeah. you, that was completely normal, right? Um, yeah, it was a squash court, and in front uh, was the bridge club, which Bapuji used to go. So we Bapuji right. used, and this used to be in Vandalandi, which was in the middle. <clears throat> So every evening after that, he used to go. Papa used to go and play bridge. I used to go and play squash. So instead of badminton, it becomes squash. Nice. So and squash also, nobody taught you. You just you learn. Yeah. You, you learn. You figure it out. And then when you come over here, you learn. Oh, it should be done in different way. You use the side walls and not. All over the place, like badminton. <laughs> what I mean is, in different ways of working. Yeah. Uh, so. But your techniques were honed in in a slightly different fashion, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you can hit any shot because you're used to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what happened? I'll tell you what a story. A few years ago, <clears throat> this is in after quite a long time. Uh, I injured my knee. I injured my knee again, and. Um, Nita was in well at that time, and me, Amit, um, Ajit was in Australia, and uh, Anisha had lost her passport, so she couldn't come to Egypt with us. Hmm. It was around Diwali time, so she ended up in North London at Lata's place. <clears throat> so me, uh, Amit, and Nita went to uh, uh, Egypt. And in the complex itself was squash courts and everything. So me and I, I, Nita was too ill, so we used to leave her in the sun, come back, and uh, we were just watching. So one day we said, "Let's go and play squash." So me and Amit were playing squash, and this pro is looking, and he's saying, "He's number two in Egypt." Now Egypt is quite was quite high up in squash yeah, ranking at that time. Yeah, it was one of the top with yeah. Pakistani and yeah. Egypt. So he said, "Oh, how about giving me a game, old man?" So I said, "I just had two, three games with Amit." I said, "I'm tired. I'll sit out. You play with Amit." So he played with Amit. I worked out his weaknesses. Then I gave him a game. I beat him. No way! You're the number two player in Egypt. <laughs> How did he take it? I was. 
He said, we got to play again. I said, never. I'm going to take this to my... <laughs> Was it close? Huh? Was it close? No. I beat him, I think, 9-4 or 9-5 or something. Oh, wow. I was playing a different game to what he was because I could work out his weaknesses. Yeah. And he was playing the classical. Yeah. So I threw him a few wobblies in between, and all of a sudden the score just goes. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So, so I told him, I'm going to take this to my dying days. Yeah. I'm not another, going to another world knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another world knows. You, you could be the number two, potentially number one player in, in, uh, in Egypt. Uh, which is after, which is a, like an Olympic, like an Olympic standard uh, country when it comes to sports. Yeah, yeah, right? they, they, they yeah, do no. pretty well. And uh, he was he was just amazed. He I, he didn't know what had hit him basically. Yeah. So it was a different style of play. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes they get used to professionals playing professionals and using that yeah, style. Yeah. Everyone, there's unwritten style. rules, right? Yeah. 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 I had no rules. You had street rules. <laughs> Yeah. Street squash. I like it. Street squash, yeah. <laughs> so, I like that but that was a long time afterwards. So, yeah. yeah. So, oh, sorry. No, that's okay. So, sorry, I'll just, uh, I'll just put the charger on because the battery is going. That's okay. And um, if you need to take a comfort break or anything like that, just let me know. I know you've just literally walked in the house. Okay. Um, just let me know. Um, no. So, so, anyway, so, Pulling. Uh, we, in fact, when I was in boarding school, in the first year, uh, they wanted to build a swimming pool in Kisum Boys High School. Mm. Uh, so they were doing like a charity walk and everything. The charity walk was, I think, 31 miles from Kisumu to Ahelrod back, back. And uh, <clears throat> The good thing was Bapuji told everybody in Miwani that you could sign up. So most of the work, uh, well, uh, his office workers and everything signed up. Uh, so I didn't even have to go and ask for any volunteers. Any volunteers? You had a whole, or, or, you're a whole uh, factory full. Everything. So the home was full. And then I had to collect the money because the money was collected from their wages. <laughs> So much for giving to charity. These guys, yeah. these guys were thrilled with them. So, so I remember going all the way to Aero, coming back. And in fact, Pinky's brother, Raju, they were there. Raju, his elder brother, Nitin. Uh, that's how. That's where we met first. That's how uh, Pinky met uh, Lata and Viva. Okay. In, in the Chatralai. Chatralai was the ladies one on the other uh, boarding school. Hmm. We were in the boys' boarding school. So they were in the boys' boarding school. Interesting. So I knew Raju and them quite a lot. You make quite a few connections. I still meet people from boarding school. I was only there for a little while, but hmm. they still remember me and they still say, oh, Waku. And I say, how? I can't remember that. <laughs> is that and is that because they remember the brothers and sisters or is that just... Most likely, yeah. most likely, yeah. 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 So they make the connection. Mm. Uh, I had too many siblings. I didn't have to make any connections. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just remember those seven. Or yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. so, that, so he actually uh, helped me in the last three, four miles to walk back to Kisumu. Mm. 
so it's, it's things like that you learn and remember and things like that. But so many things happen. Uh, and it's like, I didn't realize that you had to actually go and find people. Some people had hundred shillings, some people had all those shillings, because they had to actually go and ask people to do it. I had yeah. around six, seven thousand shillings because... Because <laughs> you had conscription on your side. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, funny how that works. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Yeah, so so it's 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 things things like that, and then after O levels, um, there was a lot of gap between because you do the exams there in December. Over here, you could start in September. Mm. So it's like having a gap year. And Manoj, like I said, so that's when we had built the sports club and everything. And he was into railing. East African safari he wanted to be in. And he had a jeep and everything. He was rebuilding a jeep and everything. So he used to go around in the jeep, drive. And he had bought a new 350 SLC Merc, which I used to drive around. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, a, that's one way to spend nine months. Yeah, no. We used to go to Mombasa and um, <clears throat> so that nine months was amazing. We went to, me and Sudhir went to Nairobi, uh, stayed at Bar's uh, Banyo Jeweler there uh, from uh, back home. Hmm. Uh, and we stayed at their place. I learned how to uh, make golden rings, fire it. You know, it, it's, it's something different that you learn. And my method work kept him handy. So he used to teach us how to do it, do things. Do, do you know how to do that now still? Could you still do that now, do you think? It should be. Shouldn't yeah. be that long. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's something different that you did. Yeah, it's a different and, skill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how to purify the gold, used to do it. Um, and we used to do a lot of... Um, Ba used to love planting different things in the samba. She used to, everything that we ate, most of it was from our garden. So me and Viran used to grow our own mogo and makai and everything on a small scale on the thing. So you plant cassava, then you take one root out at a time. Uh, <clears throat> you bake it, shake it. Uh, we used to do pie from gold. Uh, it's like coffee. Mm. Now you must remember that there was only one shop in Miwani. Right. And that shop was near the factory. So where we were, there were no shops. You want something, you make it, you do it. <laughs> right. You make it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no, on Sundays, you go to Kisumu, you have ice cream, you go to the hippo point. That's your treat. But it's not like you see it everywhere, day to day mm. or anything. So what do you have in your house? You can make, yeah, and you make whatever you want. So basically, if you see something somewhere, like, that's why you can make popcorns, you can do this, you can do mm. this, because you've done it. You have to do it then, yes. It, may, yeah. you know, it, must, be, it must be, one. I mean, it's incredible just to think where we are now today. Yeah. You know? We get yeah. an Amazon parcel every day, at least. Yeah. Um, you know, and all sorts of things kind of coming through yeah. the door and you get delivered and, and on demand and, you know, mm -hmm. ride hailing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's a completely yeah. different 
planet that we're on right now. Oh, no, no, it's amazing. Uh, when I came into this country, to phone Africa, you had to go to Trafalgar Square. There was an international phone booth over there, which you got the coins that you dial, and the lady will ask which country, what postcode, what uh, code, so you give the Kenyan code, then you give the town code, then you give your code, and then she'll put you through. Sometimes it's called the trunk code because you can book it. Right. Yeah. But what I mean is, compared to now, yeah. we actually go and stand there. You have to and schedule it and queue and plan yeah. and be in the yeah. Trafalgar so Square. Most of Amazing. Time. I didn't realize that Trafalgar <laughs> Square, you had an international fair. It's, it's, yeah. Again, just mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's different, but yeah. So everything was, but everything seemed like normal. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> we used to go to, well, I'll tell you what happened once. Uh, Viran had just finished his uh, O-levels. I was still in my second, second year. And uh, there was one teacher that they used to take like trips around uh, East Africa. Mm. Two years before you'd done that with Lata and Viva, and Bapuji had arranged everything in Uganda for him. So I had a lovely time going to Merchant and Falls, everything. Bapuji had arranged all the stops and everything, trips, because he had enough influence over there to do everything. So when this trip was being done, Viran had booked it. Viran had been booked in. And Viran didn't want to take me. Okay. Yeah, he's too young. <laughs> So anyway, so guess what? Mm. Come near the time, his passport had run out. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, you get to sub in? So unfortunately, I had to go. Oh, <laughs> what a shame! I'm sure Dad. I'm sure Dad was mortified. So, so we went to Serengeti, Gorongoro Crater, Dar es Salaam University, much everything, everything beautiful. Enjoyed. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, to go to at that time there was a lot of wildlife. Yeah, so you can see anything. Gorongoro Crater and everything. It was just out of this world. Uh, went with Nalu, Viran's friend Narendra Tanki. He was him and Viran were going to go. But unfortunately, I had to go with Narendra. <laughs> I don't think Viran has ever forgiven me for that. But <laughs> it's not your fault. Again, like you know, you live in the right place, right time. Like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's not so, your fault. His uh, his yeah. passport ran out. Yeah. That was that was when I was uh, fourteen, I think. Right. <laughs> so so what I mean is, you'd seen the whole of Africa. Uganda, we used to go quite often because Kundan used to be there. So we used mm -hmm. to go with Papaji. <clears throat> Uh, and and the other good thing was during the holidays, Nayan and Nilesh Majitya, uh, they used to be in Uganda, they used to be in Jinja mm. with Dadaji. Uh, uh Bai used to live stay in Jinja because the cinema and everything was still his. Uh, right. so they used to come down to Miwani during the summer breaks. And for them, it was freedom from a regimental life in Jinja. Mm. So they used to look forward to coming to Miwani. And they could see how much freedom we had. And she yeah, couldn't, they couldn't believe the things we could do. Because if there's a small beach, something, we would jump over it. They would have to like find a bridge to go around. Right. 
yeah. for us it was like normal jumping around the not dirt or anything so they used to love it so but we used to get into all sorts of mischiefs with them so so uh, once the we took the driver and four of us and we were going around the staff quarters as you go around the staff staff quarters you can see all this they used to have like uh, stoppers big stoppers in front of the doors they didn't have locks they had mm. stoppers uh and i don't know whose idea it was but we thought it was a good idea to lock all the doors lock them inside all the doors right now what we didn't realize was the servants used to go out from the back and lock the doors from the back because then they can open it the morning when they come through the servants so everybody is late at work because we had locked them in <laughs> He locked the entire town in their house. Yeah. <laughs> Did they find out it was you? Yes, it was, but uh, I think Nan Nidesh got most of the blame. Right. Ideal. <laughs> yeah, me and Viren got told off, but they got told off really bad. <laughs> I guess it was more out of character for them. You know, you two were the two bandits by this point, so uh it was more it was more expected. No, for us, no, the rest of the town thought we were angels. Oh really? Oh really? <laughs> Only bad knew we were bandits. <laughs> right. All right. That's some good PR. No, no. Listen, I said as long as you behave outside. Right. When you're there, you knew when to behave, you know when not to behave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, there used to be quite a lot of weddings in Miwani for mm. the girls and boys that were getting married there there used to be quite a lot of people coming from Nairobi Kisumu they come with the jan and everything and we used to go and put nails in their car tires <laughs> i mean there's pranks and then there's just vandalism right yeah <laughs> we didn't we just thought it's fun yeah <laughs> You guys you guys got away with a lot back then. But I, I mean yeah. I guess it's the it's the life that you had, right? It's the freedom that you were you were afforded. That's uh, that's very Yeah, cool. yeah. No, it's uh, oh. There's been quite a lot of snakes. Mm. Every wildlife around. So what we used to do and you know the water hose, if there's a snake hole, we used to put the water in there to see if the snake <laughs> What you flush it, literally flush out a snake. <laughs> and then we are ready with the bows and arrows and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the knife throwing comes in handy. Yeah, knife throwing anything, anything stones, everything. Because we used to have a lot of uh, mangoes growing at the back and everything, so you had to knock them down so your aim gets good. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, when uh, Bai is reading <clears throat> the pandas and cowras and how they're asking Arjun, where are you looking when you aim? Yeah. I is looking at the eye. Yeah. Right? You learn that when you got to shoot at something, it's got to be the eye. Yeah. You learn very quickly. Most people don't seem to click, but <laughs> we yeah. used to click. <laughs> so the aim was always good. <laughs> I love it. That's so, that's so cool. I can't believe you used to flush out snakes um, yeah. from there. Oh, other thing was, you know the banana plantations? Mm. 
the middle of the banana plantation goes round and it's like a cone. Yeah. The bats used to go and sleep in there. Oh. During the daytime. So what do we do? We look. The one that's got the bat, you hold it from the bottom, you break it from the bottom, you take it from the top, you break it. Now you've got a bat inside the banana thing in your hand. You go and throw it in somebody's house. <laughs> <laughs> these are good tips, kids. Please listen <laughs> up, please. <laughs> this is cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think this is this is the stuff that all the C2s want to hear. This is yeah. this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it's and you were never afraid of animals. Mm. And Shekhar was always there with us. Mm. Uh, so he used to, I mean, he used to bring a mouse in the yard, and we used to play like a hockey stick game with with the mouse. So you flick the mouse, he goes, stops it. And brings it back. No, he makes it run towards you and you flick it back. <laughs> <laughs> Poor mouse. It's the game you played. It's more like a rat than a mouse. Yes. But, yeah. no, but what I mean is, and he would be running around, jumping, waiting mm. for you to go and do something. And <clears throat> we used to like, catch with him. But what I mean is we played so many games there was always a game. There was always uh, something. There's always something fun to do. Yeah, yeah. competitive. If, it, if it's not, you make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you had so much, you had an abundant, you know, opportunity around you to do that. Animals, yes. I mean, just to kind of think over overall, like animals played such an important part, it feels like, in your life. You've always been very closely yeah. connected it, to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, we. Always had, uh, ever since I can remember, we always had an animal. Mm. Uh, I mean, before Shekhar, Lata had a kitten, white kitten. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't last too long because the uh, pack from Magan Kaka's house came and killed it. Oh. Over there, the cats and the dogs are en enemies, complete enemies. Right. If a dog sees a cat, it'll kill it <clears throat> straight away. Shock of my life was coming here and seeing a dog and a cat sleeping together. <laughs> In the same house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Africa, it's dead. Or you see people with snakes, because over there, if you see a snake, you kill it. Right. And here is a I mean, Me and Viren always had like a, what do you call? Uh, a sling mm. in our pocket, which we made ourselves. <clears throat> Uh, the sling, the rubber was from uh, the old uh, bike tire, which we cut ourselves, made it. Uh, so, and then the, we used to go and chop a tree, make sure it's a proper Y, find it, do it, do it. And there's always a sling in the back of your pocket. If you see any gecko lizards, if you see any uh, anything that you don't like, you pick up a stone and you yeah. <laughs> Race. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something. <clears throat> in my first year in uni over here, uh, I went to Lake District uh, mm. with a few friends. Uh, and uh, nobody would give us a lift. Three of three Indians with backpacks. So we walked all the way around. 
and in Kendall there was a like a uh, fair, big fair, and there was a rifle club doing competition, uh, and I won. No way. <laughs> Had you, another than you had, you said you talked about an air rifle before, but had yeah. you fired a rifle for a while? No, probably not. No, no. But just your uh, aim was that good? You were, you were seeing the no, eye of the fish? Was, and that summer we had seen Day of the Jekyll. Right. Right. So you knew how he primed his uh, sight. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So you go there, you fire the first shot and you prime it to that. And the rest of the shots are centered now. That's center. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. amazing. And, and at the end of the day, when you're going back, we have to see because it was a full day's uh, thing. So we, we had done all the things uh, in the fair, going back. And the prize was you get a membership of the club. And we said, we're not from here. <laughs> so, I still had the thing for a long time. I think when we moved house, we cleared it time 30 years ago, but that was in 70. Oh, what a shame. Well, that's, a, that's <laughs> yeah. incredible. You just were walking around and you entered the competition and you won. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, um, no, it, but what I mean is, it's like like you say, what you see, you put in practice. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you I see something interesting, yeah. you think, oh, because yeah. first time you're doing it, why is he doing that? And then mm. you realize that's why he's doing that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> when you go there, you do the same thing. The first mm. shot, and it's slightly out by three inches on that side. You prime it there, and that's it. You got it. <laughs> so um, before we kind of go past and you yeah. know in the UK, one area of fascination for me always is to talk about you know what it was like for you coming to the UK for the first time, oh. right? and what before your you know what when your... I was telling. About Nayan Nilesh coming yes. every yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to come every summer. So every summer with Dadaji, we used to go to Nairobi, Mombasa with them, with the driver. So we used to go to the main town. Mm. Dadaji used to stay in the flat. And they used to take it out to the restaurants to eat because they used to eat meat. We and we never eat meat. So they're the ones that taught us how to use the knife and the fork. Because we didn't know. <laughs> so it's due to the, going out in Nandilesh. And we knew how to use a knife and go to proper restaurants. That's when the Hilton Hotel was being built at that time. So we used to go up and down to have a look at it. Right. Uh, but what I mean is it's incredible that we got mm. so many different experiences from being linked to so many different people. people. That you, mm. Yeah. You, you get it. And the stuff we used to do with them was amazing. We used to play tapo all the time, get into trouble all the time. And it was, it was like a secret seven famous fight. You know, yeah. it was like adventure, summer adventure. And they used to stay at our place. We used to stay at their place. <clears throat> so it just went without even thinking about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. But yeah. You're right. You know, you're connected to so many people just already. Yeah. That, you know. Yeah. But I, I, I know you've used the word luck a couple of times, and um, maybe maybe later we can kind of dig into that a little bit more. But yeah. I, I'm a big believer in the fact that you make your own luck, and it feels like you know you in particular have a real appetite and a desire to learn from new experience and to explore and to try. And I think 
So of course there's some luck involved. Yeah. But you also have to kind of grab the opportunities when they come your way, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, when I first came into this country, <clears throat> uh, Bharat came to pick me up from the airport. Uh, and uh, he said, we'll go by bus back so you can see London. Uh, so I said, fine. So we went through all everything, went to uh, Peter Circus, changed the bus to 52 to take us to Finchley and you know, it was good. Uh, <clears throat> went to stay there. Uh, I was surprised that they never locked the front door. Uh, you open the window sometimes to get through on the side if the door is locked. <laughs> uh, and uh, Bharat and Viren used to sleep in one half, one room, Balabdas and Joshna in the other one. Mm. And uh, our <clears throat> television was like in the alleyway. Right. And the screen, uh, the Ariel was like the hanger. <laughs> so if once you get the reception, nobody's allowed to move. No, <laughs> yeah. everyone freeze. <laughs> like yeah, we've got it. Yeah. And uh, the first day I was there, I'm walking around in the house because I wanted to drink some water. <clears throat> now, all these years, I've been used to using a matungi. It's like an earthware. Yeah. Uh, which I used to have the thing boiled every day, boiled water put in there, and it remains so cold because it evaporates from the side. Mm. It's, it's like having a freezer. Uh, I'm looking for the Matungi to drink water. Just I said, what are you looking for? So I said, look at the Matungi, I want to drink some water. He said, no, 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 you drink it off the tap. I said, what? You can't? He said, yeah. So that was the first shock, was drinking water from tap water because I'm looking for this Matungi to the drink matungi. water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other shock was uh, I'd left my clothes on the floor in the morning. They were still there. <laughs> what do you mean I have to do my own laundry? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this? And, and we had to do a weekly laundry. So we used to have a suitcase full. We didn't have washing machine in the house. So I used to mm. go with Joshna to the laundry outside, drag this thing. She taught me how to do everything, put clothes in. So we used to wait there, do things. Uh, and um, we used to do weekly shopping. Five pounds bought the whole weekly week's, shop. Weekly shop. Uh, I think the bus was three pence. And you used to jump on top of the bus. I used to love that. Because there were open buses. Mm. And you just run and jump on it. And you used to have the ticket collectors. You know, they used to come machine the machine. Yeah. And uh, they used to get tickets and things like that. So it was, it was different life, but it was good. It's like what you had seen in movies mm. that you saw here. So yeah. always, always asking about, you know, what were your expectations like? And you've already answered, you know, there were so many shocks. Yeah. But yeah. I, I suspect that we, we, especially with you and your, your mindset more is every day's, if every day is an adventure, like why is this any, you know, I'm yeah. just learning, I'm in a different environment. Yeah, and, yeah. and you're with your siblings, right? So. Yeah. Um, that's and, really, really interesting. Yeah. And you must remember, like you said, we never lived with so many siblings before. Mm. So gradually in London, we started living with our siblings, mm. which was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We then were lucky because we lived with all of them because they used to come home. Yeah. So we lived with them. 
So mm-hmm. let's say we Balata came one year, Parat would come the year after. Kundan came and lived after her studies. Joshna came and lived after her studies. Yes. So we lived with them. So we got through all, we got to know them all quite well, had fights with them quite well. What I mean is we got to know them. Yeah. Uh, Bharat, unfortunately, didn't get to know all of them over there at that time. Yeah. Because he was in uh, boarding school in India. Yeah. By, by the time we came back, he was in boarding school in Kisumu. By the time he's finished his studies, he came to UK. UK, yeah. 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 So, so, so he never lived with Vipalata except on a few holidays until they came over and we all moved into Briarwood together. Briarwood together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But no. So over here, I came, came here and Bharat used to play squash with uh, Sudhir. Uh, so they used to take me to play squash with them. And that's when Bharat realized that I could play better than him. <laughs> And then he stopped bringing you. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he was quite good. He was good. He, he said, "Come on, come on, come on, come on." So he's still, he's still playing. But, but for me, it was end. First time in my life, I had a job uh, because Nailas Luca is now a millionaire. Mm. One of Viren's friends. <clears throat> uh, Kirti's uh, brother, yeah. Yeah. or Masi's son. Kirti's Masi's son. Because Kirti and they were all Viren's friends, so he used to come out. So Nailas was my age. So he had a job in a petrol station, just off uh, uh, Finchley. So I was there for the summer. So I got a job with him. So at that time, at the petrol station, you had to fill up the cars. You don't fill up yourself. You fill up the car uh, and they give you a tip. So you got to wash their windscreens, do their uh, tire checks. Do the tire pressure. Check. Like a pit crew. It was basically that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, repair the tires. So in that summer, I learned all that side, which was brilliant. And for me, it was a different adventure. And then we used to go and play tennis. The first time ever I started playing tennis because Kirti and Nailash and Viran used to play tennis. And suddenly I realized that I can hit serves better than them or play better. <laughs> It's, it's, I got it. Like, as someone that's not a gifted, naturally gifted sportsman, it's very frustrating when somebody comes at a sport brand new and they're, yeah. you know, already better than you. Just because your hand eye coordination, I'm guessing, is so, that's what, yeah, like, off yeah. the scale. And also because of squash and, you know, you're used to a yeah. racket, you're used to a ball, yeah. you're used to the physics. Yeah. Of the ball. yeah. We just um, had to think slightly differently. Yeah. Uh, rather than you got to hit over the net. Mm. And then you do backspin, you do this, you do yeah. different things because you're used to doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's just a different, just an game, adjustment. different format. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they say, how did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> My body's just doing things. Yeah. But it's it, it's so, so natural for you, but it's just a few minor adjustments. And then again, yeah. you know, you've already yeah. learned the rules. You can extrapolate, yeah. you can apply to a That's different it. system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that so, so playing tennis and everything it was it's good good time, good fun. And in the evenings, um, quite a lot of Bharat uh, and Viren's friends were into Mayfields and things like that. So I used to take us to Mayfields. So for me, life in London was things that you see in the movies, doing the movies. You're doing it now. Mm-hmm. The rest didn't matter. Yeah, 
your clothes, everything you can sort it out. That's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are yeah. minor issues. Yeah, no minor issues. Yeah, and yeah. then, yeah, then went to uni. Like I say, in the summer with quite a few friends, I used to go holidays everywhere and do everything because I, I wanted to see England. Mm. Uh, so Lake District and Snowdonia and this and that, and that or something. Because you've seen it in Africa, and I used to miss the mountains. Yeah. Unfortunately, I I still did for a long time. So even when the kids were young, when I got married, when I used to have uh, bank holidays, I used to drop Nita to Leicester with the children, and I used to go to Snowdonia. Yeah, yeah, and, we've, and we've to, been to Ben Nevis together. Yeah, um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, this was just. Because nobody else used to come. And once Raj wanted to come and Bapuji wanted to come. Because I was passing through Viren's house the night before, Joshna was there and said, Why don't you take Raj? I said, yeah, If he wants to come, I'll take him. It'd be good for me. Mm. And Bapuji said, I want to come. So I said, Come. So that's when I took them that time uh, once. But every time. So I used to go, because that's what I used to miss. Mm. Uh, so I used to do that. But coming back over here, uh, <clears throat> coming back to my schooling and everything over here, it was different. So all of a sudden you can go to discos. Over there you never met a girl. Right. In movies, if you hold a girl's hand, you're married. <laughs> I should I should warn you maybe at this point that yeah. Nitakaki has had her podcast. And so there is a perspective of yeah. Yeah. you being a bit of a ladies man. Um, no, at, I don't. <laughs> at this point in time, <laughs> you you can tell your version of events now, but people yeah, no, may have heard. Yeah, no, no, it's it's some it's something that one of my friends uh, he used to organize discos and everything when he went airlines, home parties and this and that. And we used to get fresh everywhere in North London. If there's a party going, we'll be there. And uh, early on, I realized the girls like having their palms red. Right. <laughs> and you turned into an avid palm reader. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I've seen it in a movie once. I can, I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> I see how this works. All of a sudden, you're in a party and there's a line of girls who are waiting to have their palms read. And you say, oh, that's brilliant. This is. <laughs> So it's it's it's, it's uh, but that that life was good. Mm. Uh, we used to go to every uh, New Year's. We used to go to Trafalgar Square. It was it was a different different life. Mm. Uh, and Viren used to get his car stolen every other week. Sorry. Viren used to have a Cortina Mark IV. Which you can open with a spoon, I think, or a screwdriver. <laughs> with a spoon. You can just other side of put it, you turn it around the place. Car opens, you can you can turn it around. It you can you can drive it away without realizing. So uh, I think once we had found him walking down, we said, What the news? My car's been nicked. So we had to look for it, found uh, didn't find it. And two weeks later, we were at Lata and Raju's house. Uh, uh, I think your brother-in-law just bought it from them, that house. Oh, uh, but yeah. Um, Bansi, Bansi, Bansi. 
Yeah. yeah. That house, it's in a close. Elma, Elma. Not Elma. No, Elma. Yeah. Yeah, it's just behind the yeah. uh, General Hospital around that side. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. So we were playing cards. We used to love playing cards. Um, so you'd go up to three or four o'clock in the morning just playing cards, doing something stupid. And we heard this car being started in the front. And uh, joking, the told me, and somebody's nicking your car. And he pretended to go and look out of the window, and somebody actually was nicking his car. No. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Did you guys manage to stop them, or did they? You believe it? We all ran out. But he had gone to the end of the close, so he had to turn round. Right. By that time, we are in the road, covering it, right? And we had put chairs from Brajus. Uh, house on the uh, road so he couldn't go through. He rushed to us over the pavement and went out. <laughs> no. And he had dumped it uh, around the corner. So the next day the police found it. Uh, oh my God. So, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know that story before now. Oh, I see. Yeah, I just remembered that yeah, I didn't even tell you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I didn't realize this car got stolen that often. Yeah, yeah, uh, to, that, that car used to get stolen. All, that's why I remember it gets stolen all the time. Yeah. Uh, so now we used to get into quite a few situations around that, so that's fine. Mm. But uh, when we were doing, uh, when we bought private clothes and we all moved in there, we did the redecorating ourselves, the whole, everything. Mm. And uh, all the friends used to come and help as well. And we, at that time, we were used to watching Hindi movies, Bollywood movies. And they had just started showing Bollywood movies at midnight in Colindale. So the normal movies would finish, then somebody would hire the theater, put an Indian movie on, and we would all used to go and see it after we've done the decorating and everything. So we used to walk across from Briarwood to Colindale, watch a movie, and come back. Uh, so that that was fun in those days, yeah. but okay. yeah, yeah. So so that's why I used to sounds go. Incredible. All. I mean, watching a Bollywood movie at midnight sounds, you know, like that's a four a.m. finish. Yeah, uh, on a good day. Yeah, um, which must then, be. I mean, did, did you guys get tired? I mean, you're decorating and painting. That time, and... at that time, no. And next day, if it's college, you go to work. You go to work. Yeah. Uh, no. Mm. No, it was it, silly. Uh, but the thing is, I used to do that until a long, uh, what, around 10, 15 years ago. Mm. Uh, it's only once I hit 50. But now, if I do a heavy day like that, I go to sleep the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so anyway. I'm, I'm, so, impressed, I'm impressed that you lasted until 50. I mean, <laughs> I'm in my mid 30s and it's, uh, it's okay. like that for me. I mean, it's uh, like, <laughs> okay, no, no, no. It was, uh, we used to do stupid things. I mean, like uh, <clears throat> when I went to uni, the first day, oh, uh, Bapuji wanted me to do accountancy. I was going to ask, how did you get into pharmacy? Uh, I didn't want to do accountancy. Because so then you have to, you got to learn, you got to write, you got to write reports. I'm not good at that. So I wanted to do science. I wanted to be, I wanted to do engineering. <clears throat> 
but there was no scope for engineers at that time. Mm. Uh, so I said pharmacy, because then you can open your own business. Yeah. So, so you did pharmacy. Uh, so I went to Chelsea College and the first day <clears throat> you get all these uh, societies wanting you to join in. Yeah. So there's Sabequa, diving, bridge club, everything. So by the time you finish the round, I've joined most of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're in every society going. So by the time you finished, and then if you become a member of the student no students union, a representative of the class into the union, or what is it called? You used to get vouchers for beer. So what do you do? You become a member there, so you get two, three beer vouchers for a week. <laughs> Did you did you sign up for any societies that you were already good at? So you know you're a champion rifle shooter, um, badminton player, squash player Badmi at this point. Badminton, badminton. I joined uh, quite early, and I used to play for the uni. Right. Uh, and then I tore my ligaments. Oh. In the second second term, yeah, uh, just before Christmas. Uh, completely tore them. How did uh, you uh, The court in Chelsea was a cement floor. The one we went to play in Myland was the sticky floor. Right. So I'm jumping, twisting, and trying to hit a shot, and the foot, at the, the left foot was still stuck to the ground, and I was twisting and jumping. So it just cracked, Ooh. and it was just. That was it. Uh, oh. So Ravi was with me because we were partners. So went to Milan Hospital. They said, no, you snapped your ligaments. So I said, okay. <clears throat> uh, they bandaged it up, gave me crutches, went to back to college. Uh, then went to Stanmore Orthopedic Hospital I got referred to. Uh, uh, and then they blew it up like a balloon, saw it. And say, oh, we have to put new ligaments in and operate. So they operated in January. <clears throat> and they put a plaster from the right to the top to the bottom because it's an old fashioned plaster. Uh, it took around 48 hours to dry. Oh my God. And at that time, they only used to do horses ligaments repairs. They didn't do too many right. <laughs> ligament repairs. <laughs> So, so anyway, so this leg was completely snapped. So after that, I went to Raju and Lata's house to stay, to recover at that, I think it was Elm's, Gar Elm's Gardens, I think it was, yeah. So I stayed with La Raju and Lata for two, three weeks after to recover, because it was only <laughs> me and Viren at Briarwood. So Viren was no good at looking after me. So <laughs> I can see that, yeah. <laughs> so, so I stayed with Lata for three, two, three weeks. And uh, no, so that, that's how it snapped. Now, that's why I used to play for badminton at University mm. of London. Uh, so yeah, it's good, it's good, mm. good, good, yeah. yeah. So good. No, no desire for a can't see, definitely wanted to do some science. 
ended up doing pharmacy? Oh, I'll tell you what. I had a foundation course starting in November for accountancy. And the pharmacy was starting in September. So I said, I'll try pharmacy first until November. And if I don't like it, I'll, scope, I'll go into the foundation course. <laughs> and so, Buffett, you accepted that as a compromise because he wanted you to go down the accounting path? Did he, did he no, actually no, by, want you... time, by that time, he'd accepted, what, do what you want to do. Right, okay. <clears throat> yeah, but now... It was just his thing that accountancy can see you getting a job and making money all the time. This one is uh, you can make money, you cannot make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more, it's more of a risk. Yeah, yeah, um, so, yeah. He wanted your, and that's what he understood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and when I talked to Parthenda, he said, you know, there wasn't really a choice for him. It was you're going to London and you're going to become a chartered accountant. That's I mean, what I it was it was pretty yeah. much it. Um, <laughs> So also, I think, and, and you know, and a dad, it was a, a coin flip or a bus journey that determined yeah. where he um, ended up. Foundation. Yeah, but it was again, it was accountancy or medicine, uh, something yeah. more science related. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. And then, and so, and then, you know, kind of when you when you are here at university or anything like that, like. Did you experience any like difficulty settling in, or you know, things that you know, obviously. Sometimes no, people because, got a hostile uh, reception. Um, no. Would you believe it? In pharmacy at that time, there were 80 students in my year. 32 were Gujaratis. <laughs> 32 Gujaratis. <laughs> I mean, that is a niche, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There was, um, uh, there was two of the Lohanas. One of the Lohana, she was a girl. It was named Hindocha. Well, only Hindocha. <clears throat> When I first went in the room, they've got files by the desk you pick up. I just picked up Hindocha. Never in my life have I shared a class or anything with Hindocha. Mm. So I go there and first thing I notice is Miss. I said, they got it wrong. Then A, I said, this is completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. comes looking and said, you've taken my file. And I said, oh, that's how we met. <laughs> That's cool. Is that a, are we related in any way? Or no, no, random? no. You know, my father is an accountant as well. He was in Finchley. Right. Uh, no, he was in Wembley. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're not related. But I met my sister, and no, we got it quite well. But it was just amazing that on the mm. first day, I pick up this file, and most of the students were. Asians were ex East African. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> right? so they've been through a similar. So for me, it was like going from like to like. It was even better than doing when I was doing my A levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's similar experiences, similar things, similar backgrounds, similar outlooks, similar viewpoints. Yeah. Uh, similar beliefs. So it didn't make any difference. No. <laughs> In oh. fact, it, it, it reinforced them rather than... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I see that. Yeah, so, yeah, so it was good. It was good, it was good. So, yeah, in fact, we're still friends after 30, 40 years. We still meet. In fact, for the first 25, 30 years, we used to have a game of cricket every year. Uh, so it's good. 
So we used to have went on stupid holidays to Europe together. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, but that's amazing. But so what I mean is, uni was a different, different experience. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. while we were doing all this, uh, Viran was into young Lohanas. Mm. <clears throat> I was pregnant with young Lohanas, so I had my A-level friends, young Lohana friends, and uni friends. So it's like and. Family, so it's around four different circles that you were juggling, and nobody knew each other. <laughs> so you're the common, you're the middle of the Venn diagram between these. I used four. to take my uni friends to Young Lohana garbas uh, and this and that and do this and do that, and so it was good. So, so it was good, good, good fun. Yeah. Where, where do you think? Where and we're sort of coming to the section where we just maybe just to reflect on your life. Where do you think that leadership? comes from or that ability to kind of bring people together because i see it in you certainly mm-hmm. dad in partha as well like mm-hmm. all, all of you in fact have a natural inclination to want to kind of bring people together and like have a lot of fun and share but you know that it, it's that sounds silly saying out loud but not everyone has that right where do you think that mm-hmm. comes from i think that's because we had there were seven of us hmm uh, so you learn to share, you learn to, uh, you know, if somebody's good at something, you let them lead on that one. Uh, you learn where to push, mm. but you still learn to love them. That's the main thing. <clears throat> Just because they've done something wrong doesn't mean you stop loving them. Mm. That, that's the main thing. And I think if you say the same thing with your friends, they suddenly realize I didn't realize that everybody was not like that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that at all until I had my shop and when I sold my shop, and then I realized that the friends that I was supposed to have were due to what I was getting from my shop. Mm. Uh, there were a few friends I used to give stock at cost price around Christmas time because I used to have all the agencies and everything they didn't have. And uh, they used to be they used to be my friends. As soon as my shop was sold, they didn't want to know me. Really? Yes. And then you realize, oh, right. everybody's not like you. No. No. <laughs> because In fact, you, I think, I think it, I, and it's sad, but I think it's a rare, it's a very, very rare quality. I think that you yeah. that you have yeah. to, yeah, have that outlook. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I, I was shocked. Hmm. Uh, took me a few years to get over it, but then I thought, hang on. Just because they're like that doesn't mean I'm going to be like that. Yeah. 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 It's their baggage. Why am I carrying their baggage? Yeah. Uh, it's like um, I tell my pre regis that uh, if somebody comes to you with a problem, think of it as a monkey on their back. They come to you with a problem. Make sure when they leave, the monkey is still, it's not, it's back on their shoulders. Yeah. You give them the solution. But don't solve the problem for them because yeah. they will never learn. And every time the same thing happens, they'll come to you. Mm. So I said, think of it as a monkey on their back. They come to you, the monkey goes on you. You teach them, you give the monkey back to them. And then they walk away with the monkey, it's their problem. But mm. you solved it, but you told them how to do it. But the monkey is left with them and not you. Because most people <clears throat> will carry the monkey on themselves and think, oh, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is that 
chap will never learn because he'll always bring it to you and say, oh, you do this. Mm. You're good at this. Can you do this? And you feel happy that he's called you. Uh, I realized that when I had the shop and I used to get locums in when I used to go on holidays. Mm. And when you come back, the customers say, oh, I missed you. This and, that. and for the first two, three years, you feel quite good. Oh, yeah, they like me. And then I realized they like me because I've not trained my staff well, that they miss me. Mm. If I train my staff well, they shouldn't be missing me. Mm. But it took me a long time to understand that. <laughs> understand that, yeah, it wasn't a compliment yeah. necessarily, right? Yeah. Well, it, it was, but not, not necessarily in the way that you wanted. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the first few years I used to think, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm the best because they mm. miss me. No, I was the worst because I didn't train my staff properly because I was the umbrella. Because I was there all the time. Any problems came to me, I sorted it out. The customers, mm. staff didn't know to sort the problems out. So when I wasn't there, the problems multiplied. <laughs> yeah, it's really so powerful. <laughs> it's, it's a really powerful mind frame to have to say, yeah. to think about, you know, you should always be training your successors um, yeah. to eventually, you know, make yourself redundant in that. Otherwise, you'll never <laughs> do anything different, right? You'll never yeah. be. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that's a really powerful. But, that's the kind of thing they don't teach you in pharmacy. They teach you about chemicals and the reaction. They do. The management side, you've got to learn from your mistakes. Okay, it took me a few years to learn that. Uh, that you feel good when somebody misses you. Mm. Uh, it, your ego gets boosted because you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in some ways yeah. it validates you, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you realize that it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like most things so, that boost your ego, yeah. right? It's it's probably not a great thing. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no. How how do you reflect on um, spirituality? So you mentioned like Buddhism before. You, we've talked mm -hmm. about yes. Ramayana and and Mahabharata yeah, yeah. and things like yeah. that. Mm. How do you think about that now as you kind of look back and at your life? Ma always taught us to believe that there's a piece of God in you. It's how you react. You purify it. Mm. The more negative thoughts you have, the worse it becomes. You apply like putting weight on it. Yeah. Right? You're just hiding it more and more. Uh, so you should always think of it as you are part of God a piece of you, and you should always try to do the best you can in life for what you have. If you can't do anything good for people, then don't do any harm. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, my religion begins and ends there. So if yeah. I can do something good for somebody, I'll do it. If I can't do anything good for somebody, then I won't do anything bad. <laughs> hmm. I think that's beautiful. Um, that's all you can do. That's, that's all, you, all you can do. Uh, and uh, there's another thing. Bai used to be my Bai is my guru. Uh, used to say that she never bowed to anybody unless they proved themselves. Mm. So if a Maharaj comes or anything comes, he's a human being. Unless his teachings are something that you respect, then you pay him respect. Mm. If he's just a Maharaj for the sake of being a Maharaj. He's a human being like you. He's also still trying to learn. 
you can say hello, but you don't need to bow to him to say he's higher than you. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody who is higher than you has got to prove themselves that they're higher than you. Yeah. That doesn't mean you've got an ego that you're higher. <laughs> yeah. All it means, yeah. all it means is everybody that comes in because they've got a title doesn't mean that they've got everything. Yeah. They've yeah. got to prove themselves before they can get that title from me. Yeah. Rather, than... <laughs> rather than, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Everyone's due their respect, but, you know, it has to be proportionate to, you know, their actual outcome, not just their, you know, the title that they've inherited. or Yeah, yeah, you know, their behavior, their yeah. think, their sense. Sometimes you can sense the aura in somebody, yeah. right? That's fine. Mm. Okay. Uh, we had a, we had a, uh, neighbor down the road a few years ago, Aruna Ben. She used to have the Maharajis come to her place all the time. And uh, we had just done the house up. And uh, she told Nita that, do you want him to come and bless your house? So she said, fine, there's no problem. Nothing, nothing wrong in blessing the house. Mm. So she said, yeah, come. So they were coming once, uh, what was it, Saturday afternoon or something? Anyway, they were coming. So the rest of them came in the house and I'm sitting with them. I'm saying, where's the Maharaj? Diko is waiting for you in the car for you to go and call him in. I didn't realize that, that you had to go outside to welcome him to your house. I said, that's fine. That's what he wants. I'll go and do that. So I went out, we called him in, get him in the house, came out and everything, we're sitting down. And then after 10 minutes, uh, he says, can we go into another room? Just, yeah. I said, I don't know, maybe you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, uh, is there anything I can do for you? Is there any problem in your life that you can't do with anything? I said, no, any problem I have a suit out. I haven't yeah. got anything to complain about. And he was shocked because he always expected people to say, yeah, yeah, I've got so many problems. Yeah. Nita is being ill all the time because yeah. that's what uh, Aruna must say to Nita is being ill all the time. She's going through bed patches and this and that. So he expected me to unload my thing. Now, I didn't have any weight because I don't carry weight like that. <laughs> so, but when you tell them something like that, then they'll tell you, okay, and you got to do this, and you got to do this. And then, um, yeah. he knew he wasn't giving any money from me. So we, we had given him 51 pounds for coming to the house. We weren't getting any more. Mm. So he left very quickly. <laughs> oh, man. And Nita is saying, you shouldn't have told him that. I said, why? That's the truth. Yeah. He's come to bless the house and uh, you disappointed him. I said, no, he disappointed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And it is, I think, two, two quick things there. One, you know, in our, I feel sometimes in our culture and with yeah. our religion, sometimes we pay too much, there's too much blind faith. And I think my generation, the generation beneath, I don't think it's going to tolerate that very much. We ask why a lot. And yeah. if you don't get a good answer, then we're just not going to do it, right? Which actually yeah. I think is is a good yeah. thing in in, in, good, in the right doses. Yeah. The, the other thing, you just quickly mentioned that you don't carry that kind of, you know, baggage. And mm. 
you know, we before we started recording, but you know, we were talking about, you know, you've got a lot going on right now. How how do you do that? How do you maintain such a positive and open and balanced kind of mind? Well, if there's a problem in life, if it's within your control to sort it out, which 80% of the problems are, then you get on with it and you sort it out. 20% 20% of the problems are something that are outside your, com- yeah, so you, it's something that you can't do anything about, something like COVID, mm. right? It's not something I can do anything about, but it means I've got to live with it. Mm. So I've got to learn how to live with it, right? Mm. But if I keep on complaining about COVID, then the problem becomes bigger and there's nothing I can do about it. Then it affects your brain. It affects everything that you do. Mm. So the problems you have, I try and analyze it. If you can solve it, your problem is gone. So 80% of your problems are gone. 20% of the problems you can't do anything about, there's nothing you can do about it. You leave it. Hmm. Or you get an expert who can do something about it. Hmm. Yeah. But if you yourself or an expert cannot do anything about some problems which are outside your, what are you going to do about it? No, that's nothing. true. It's a very um, stoic philosophy to think about, you know, to focus on what you can control, um, yeah. which is a really powerful, again, way of thinking. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. very cool. Um, yeah. I know we, we, we kind of skipped already over marriage relationships and, and yeah. sort of parenthood. I yeah. want to hear your side of the story of how you met Nitakaki and how oh, that God. went down, <laughs> because... Uh, well, I honestly, I'm not sure whether I totally believe the series of events that no, happened. No, no, no. So I need it corroborated from okay. your no. side. Right. Now, when I was going through uni, <laughs> you meet a lot of girls, but you know they won't be suitable for you because, A, I don't eat lasun, I don't eat dungri, they're eating meat, their lifestyle is different, their perceptions are different. So you know from beginning that you're never going to get married to them, right? Um, so when I had finished my uni and by saying, Bapu's saying, have you found a girl? I said, no. So then we get, can we start looking for them? Because at that time I already had a shop. So six days you're working, there's no chance of meeting anybody except in young Lohanas and everywhere, mm-hmm. but that's fine. The social life was still there. Uh, <clears throat> so I said, okay, but I'm not doing every week. So it's going to be every third Sunday or something like that. You arrange and I'll go and see the girl. So they used to arrange like two, three girls in the day, morning, afternoon, evening. For you to go. <laughs> You'd have like it's, a parade. It's, of... <laughs> it's, no, it's basically, it's basically like a blind date. Yeah. It is a blind date. Um, and you go on this blind date um, and you see whether there's going to be any chemistry or not. Uh, and most of them, there was no chemistry. Uh, so Anita was the third girl that day. She was quite young. Uh, I didn't realize that. Hmm. Uh, she had come back from her studies in Bolton because she was being sick and had... Uh, she was throwing up and everything. So they had come, come back to Leicester. 
But in Bolton, while she was there, in the Navratri, Pinky Auntie's mom had seen her. So she knew I used to love Garba and everything, because mm. we all did, we all used to. So she told Ba that there's this nice girl that she'd seen in Bolton. And when they made inquiries, Bapujirba realized that she is the granddaughter of somebody they knew from Uganda. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, when they moved, when Bapujir got married and Kundan was born, they, they were in a genery where uh, Nita's grandparents were there as well. Hmm. And Nita's mom is similar age to Kundan. Mm-hmm. Right? Hmm. And Bad actually played with her. Uh, so they knew the mom, uh, my Nita's grandmother. So they approached her. They could know she's in Leicester, but she's gone back. So they approached uh, my mother in uh, my mother in law. And my mother said, She's still too young, but I'll show you some other girls. So I told Babaji, Look, <clears throat> you do the homework. Screen everybody, and then I don't want you to I go on a blind date. I like the girl, and then you say, No, this is now this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a problem with the selection process. Yeah, okay. yeah. So said, You're raising a formal complaint with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. the screening. <laughs> you do it properly, and then I'll choose. <laughs> so, how do, how do you did you so, anyway, go on? Sorry, can so you finish we your story? Together. Yeah, so they came to London. Uh, my sister's brothers, they're in London. So they came there and they were telling him that, but you, uh, your daughter is still too young. You can't just take her to somebody's house to show her to a boy. So he said, we'll go there and we'll see the family. And if you like the boy and the family, we'll invite them to our house. So we were expecting them because they were coming from Leicester to come to our house in Briarwood. Uh, so they came and they said, no, you come to Amuk- Amukaka's house in, uh, where are they? in Canton. Mm. So we went there. <clears throat> uh, so we went there and uh, Bharat was there, Viren was there because they, were, they had come to, they were going to be in our house. So we all went there. And they are six brothers, and our brothers. So we were sitting in this small room, and her two uncles are pharmacists, Manukaka and Nitin. So they're sitting by next to me, side by side, questioning me, left, right, and center. And out of all these people, I couldn't say where Nita was. Right. I didn't know who Nita was. How do I know who Nita is? Because they didn't introduce anybody. So I'm telling Bharat, I think I need to go out to see the girls. So Bharat had a word with them and me and Nita went out. And for some reason, they told her, for some reason. I know. <laughs> for some reason, they told her, they told her the boy's really nice. Um, yeah. so, he doesn't let- drink, doesn't smoke. <laughs> so I take her to a pub. King's Head yeah. in, <laughs> in Harrow. <laughs> how, 
how does it what are you trying to read her reaction like how is she yes. reacting to this scenario yeah 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 she was shocked and yeah that's right i just wanted to find out rather than asking questions i wanted to find out <laughs> then I ask wanted... her if she wants if she wants to smoke <laughs> <laughs> did you try this test on anyone else smoke, said, would you like to smoke because i had a pack of cigarettes with me just for that purpose <laughs> Have you tried do you try this on other on any of the other girls? Yeah. <laughs> and did they fail? Did they some of them fail this test? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is a well-honed technique. I like it. No, it just not just two or three. I don't understand. But what I mean is <laughs> instead of asking if you're smoking or not, you can yeah. always think. But if you think you need to impress somebody, you'll take the cigarette off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not smoking, you'll take the cigarette off. I didn't want somebody who would do it. Do that, yeah. <laughs> right. So, anyway, we got talking, chatting, everything. And then uh, we went back. Uh, so, we, as we were going back to our house, Bapu just saying, Chokri, can we like it? So, I said, yeah, she's okay. She's fine. So, he, as we get in, he picks up the phone and says, Bakul Nihasi. <laughs> and how do you feel about that? That's... What? So yeah, I said, yes, I've given my word. Now you must understand, we are brought up to believe that once you give your word, or your parents that's give it. your word, that's it. that's it. Because that's what in Mahabharata and everything, that's what yeah. happens. Yeah. Right? That's what you're brought up with. That's the thing you're brought up it's a code food. yeah it's a code yeah yeah so now what say so i said but i still need to go and see her again so i had to cancel the fourth one <laughs> shoved the fourth who knows yeah. who knows what could have happened i know so, so i went back to see me i picked her up again we went out talked about it talked about uh about stupid things. They talked about what her expectations were in life. Because uh, I wanted somebody's expectations are similar to mine. Mm. Uh, and then we realized that we wanted the same things. But she was too young. All she said was yes, and she hardly talked then. Which I didn't realize would stop very quickly, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. She was trying to impress you. You see, know, she was, she was changing her behavior told, to impress you. They must have told, okay, bolo and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just nod. Just nod, um, yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway, so when we went back, Ban Bapuji were already there. And they had set up the Sagaino. You know, Dutti and Nakar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we got back, that's what we did. You just got <laughs> engaged there and then. I love that. That's amazing. When when Nidakaki told me the story, honestly, I didn't I didn't know whether to believe it. That just the first meeting, the the trials, the gauntlet of the pub and the cigarettes and the pint and all oh, that sort of stuff. <laughs> and then also like he came back again the second time, and then we just got engaged like that day. And you know, um, yeah. That's a uh, that's fascinating. That's that is a hilarious story, and you know they lived happily ever after. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was uh, so that that's that's how the thing happened. So it was amazing. Uh, 
<laughs> I um, so Bokaka, and we've talked about Bam Bakuji and we've touched on yeah. Bill as well. One thing, um, I would love to talk about, um, just if you have any you know super quick stories or anything you really want to say, um, about some of the people that I can't interview because sadly they're no longer mm-hmm. with us. Um, and why don't we maybe just start with Bam Bakuji? And I know actually. Yeah, you you were by far and away Bar's favorite, so I'm sure you've got some. I was, I think I was there the longest. I was the youngest. Yeah, so I was, I was always a baby to her, and that was it. So that was, uh, so for me, uh, she was always there. Uh, I think me and William got away with murder. Uh, and every now and then we would be disciplined, so we'd know how far to go. But she gave us the freedom. Bapuji was always busy in his uh, work, all in ethics, all, but he gave us the grounding of what should be done. And he lived mm-hmm. the way that you wanted to live. Everything was righteous. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you, you know that there are certain steps you can't go over. There are certain things you can do, you cannot do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that becomes part of your, you can call it religion. You can tell it your um, ethos, but you know that this is like if you give your word, you got to hold it to your word. Definitely. <clears throat> and what I mean is, if uh, if you can't, Vapuji uh, always used to say, uh, the only time me and Vapuji used to row was <clears throat> he used to do my books. Now, would you believe this? This man was an accountant uh, and uh, for the past. Before he came to England, we had to make him retire there. Because we said, there's nothing for you there. Um, so we made him retire, finally come to London. <clears throat> he used to look after my books. Um, and this guy had accountants under him. He never used to write books in, in uh, Mioni oh, himself. Yeah. Right? He yeah. used to have people do it. And he used to write the checks. He used to check it. Yeah. But books itself were written by other clerks and everything. And this is a guy who had his hand right and broken two, three times. He could hardly write properly. He started writing my books Amazing. properly, right? <clears throat> so he was to, every month, he used to provide like a statement to say, this guy, this, you got to pay this, 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 this. Mm. And I say, I'm not paying this. I'm not paying this. I'm not paying this because I still not sold the stock. <laughs> if I'm not sold the stock and the well, money, I pay them. Me, yeah. I'm not paying. He said, no. The invoice said 30 days. And that's what you promised. And I used to say, no. And that's the only time he used to tell me that. And I said, I'm going to pay you. Yeah. Right? But honor your contracts. Yeah, he was big, yeah. He was big yeah. on that. He said, no, you've got to pay. You've got to pay on time. Uh, because he said, that's your name. Yeah. That's your... Uh, Goodwill. Yeah. Because that's how it worked in Africa. Yeah. In India, same thing. Is your goodwill is how you pay, how you treat people. And over here, my goodwill was if the rep gives me too much stock and I've not sold it, he's not getting his money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was, there was slightly more comeback. But I know, yeah. you know, he, he integrity was a big deal for him. I know a few, one yeah. thing that I inherited was, um, his timekeeping, like if we were due to go anywhere, like he yeah. would be ready. 
yeah. five minutes, ten minutes before, and he'd be pacing <laughs> outside. And it's weird because be I'm, pacing. yeah, I'm like that now, and it really annoys Div. But um, yeah. but yeah, he was very big on you know if you've said something or you've committed to something, then you follow yeah. through and you you yeah. stick to your end. Um, yeah, no, I mean we went. Uh, he took us everywhere. I mean, me and Viren went to Europe, around the Europe with him, uh, around America with him. Uh, and uh, he used to enjoy photography. He used to make amazing mm. photos. I've got photo so many photos of my childhood, my baby photos and everything. Uh, and people in Africa didn't have photos. No, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing. And you, you get used to all this. So now yeah. I did photography. What I mean is, yeah. Yeah. It's from him. Yeah. Uh, bridge. He taught me how to play bridge. Uh, when Lata Viva came over from India, and it was only, we didn't really come to UK, every afternoon we used to play bridge. Mm. So it was me and Viva as partners, Bapuji and Lata. And Bapuji could read your cards by, oh, yeah. by the, the second or the third thing, he could suss it out, read it. So you learn from it. I mean, but what I mean is, he was so good at it. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and uh, long time ago, he used to drink wine and everything. And he was once coming from uh, Kericho to Rifferi, and he had drunk some wine and everything. And Kundan had just come over from India, and Kundan told him, "Bapuji, you're not supposed to drink. You're not allowed to drink." And he stopped drinking there and then. Really. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he had a force of will. And on the cards, yeah. it's amazing. My friends used to come over. We used to play yeah. cards yeah. on our dinner table. Yeah. Play yeah. Uh, Chakri or Chakri. And he would join in. And yeah. yeah. And again, like you said, just within three seconds, yeah. you'd know what everyone's holding and what they're about to play. That's it. Yeah. And he'd start getting really annoyed. And sometimes he'd just tell my friends, like, why didn't you play the other card? And my friends are like, how, how does he know? Like, <laughs> why, why is he... Like, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. He was he was gifted. He taught me how to play um, yeah. chokri and all that stuff, and he taught me how to yeah. play chess too. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about um, Vibafe and Vijay Foa, who are also sadly no longer here? Uh, Viva was soul of the party. Uh, she would make any gathering into like a happy thing. She mm -hmm. she was a happy soul. Uh, and him and Viren were the adventurous ones. Mm -hmm. so we were lucky to have those two with us because then we would do things. Uh, otherwise, I would sit at home on Saturday and enjoy Starsky and Hutch on television. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But he, they would say, let's go there, let's go do this, let's go and do this, let's go and Viva would say, let's go and watch a movie. <clears throat> and uh, so, and she was a very amazing, amazing soul. Uh, I miss her quite a lot because mm -hmm. uh, she, she, even when she's got married, uh, no, it's, uh, we used to go on holidays together. So she, she was fun. Yeah. yeah. I remember we went on a holiday once to, when was it, Butlins or somewhere? Uh, and, uh, me and Vijay wanted to go fishing. So we got onto this small fishing boat. Now, you've got to realize, Vijay used to eat fish. Mm. 
I couldn't stand the smell of fish. Right? And we were on this small fishing boat. It stunk of fish. Anyway, before you even go on. <laughs> and then we we're in this rough sea. Uh, and he was sick as a dog. As soon as we got slightly further out, he was on the floor. Being sick. And so we had to come back, help him out, got him back. And he's like, and he's telling me, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I, just, I want to know when, when this seemed like a good idea. Like, you don't eat fish. Like, yeah. you this no, no. Well, we've seen so many movies with, you know, when you yeah. do that, drop in a big mud, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, we're here. Might as well yeah. give it a try. Yeah. yeah. Give it a try, but the smell kills. Yeah. And then the rocking was even worse. <laughs> so, so if, asking if I failed at anything, that's one thing I failed at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so when you, um, I know it's been, you know, it's amazing. Um, I could hear your stories all day long, but we're at the section of the fun facts. So I've got some quick fire okay. questions for you. Um, first one, what's the kindest thing that anyone's done for you? Oh, uh, Nita wasn't well when it was Ajit's 21st. She was quite ill. And Gita and Viren said, we'll host the party. So they hosted the party for Ajit's 21st. Mm -hmm. And I thought they were so kind of them. At, uh, no. That was very kind, yeah. Oh, nice. Like <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because Nita was in no state and she said, no, we will do it for you. So oh. that was great. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why things. we ended up there, yeah. It was a good party. Yeah, yeah. What's, um, what's the most romantic thing that you've done? Bloody hell. It's not romantic, but when Nita broke her metatarsal in her leg, I had to carry her from the fireplace to the car, to the hospital. And then, uh, I, I got to tell you this story. Okay. Uh, Nita went through a phase when she was uh, obsessive compulsive. Right. So the she had to hoover the house at least three, four times a day. And we used to have green carpet, so they got to have those green lines like in a garden. <clears throat> and remember, the kids were quite young. So mm -hmm. they used to have one room where they used to have toys. They can take it out for five seconds and put them back. <laughs> <laughs> so she phones me at work and says, the hoover is broken. <clears throat> So I said, we just bought it. Then yeah, it's not working. Can you bring the shop for her? I said, okay. So when we got home, me and Bapuji, uh, there's two whores by the door in front, vacuum cleaners. I'm thinking, why are there two there? So I knocked on the door. I put a third one in my hand. So I said, what happened? She said, I couldn't wait. And so I went to the neighbor, John, borrowed his. 
twenties, and he used to be an old Hoover mechanic. So he'll repair ours as well. So that's fine. Yeah. So I had my dinner and was going up and said, no, no, no. Now we've got to take them across the road to him tonight. I said, okay. This is at 9.30, 10 o'clock, I think, at night. So we're walking with these two hoovers walking down Chiselist, uh, down Yester Road. <laughs> and that's when the Ghostbusters had just come out. So I said, we are the Chiselist Dustbusters, you know, walking down <laughs> with two hoovers down the road. <clears throat> so we, we get near his house and his front lights were off because he, he had given up. He didn't think we were going to come. And he had dug a hole in front of his house because one of the pipes was bust, must have busted. So there, there, there's a big hole. And Nita fell in it. <sighs> one leg went straight through. Uh, so I lifted <sighs> her up. One of the shoe, the shoe was still stuck in it, right? So I had to take the shoe out. We knock on the door. And she says, oh, John, our buckles come. He'll help you. <laughs> I think, what? <laughs> I think you're coming back home and she wants you to help him. <laughs> then she, she goes back home. So I'm stuck. Oh, you know, I said, I could have done this myself mm. at home, right? But I've got to send him this old man you know, to repair the Hoover, which I know I can do myself. But there's nothing you can do. You're there. Yeah, you're stuck now. And then the phone rings, his phone rings. We didn't have mobiles in those days. So, and it's Nita. So I said, oh, it's your wife. So I said, yeah, of She said, you better come over. I think I've broken my leg. I said, oh, what? He said, yeah. I said, okay. Now, by this time, Ban Babuji are sleeping. The kids are all asleep. So she's, I come home and she's by the fireplace on our front thing with the legs spread up. And the leg was swollen like this, and I knew straight away she snapped one of the metatarsals. Mm -hmm. So thank God she hadn't put on that much weight at that time. And I was still young. <laughs> so you do the romantic carry yeah. away from the yeah. fireplace. I like yeah. it. So I lifted her up, <laughs> took her to the car, put her in the car. <laughs> Go to the hospital. <laughs> And we are sitting there in the hospital, right? So they give her a wheelchair, they put a white uh, sheet on her legs just to, because she was feeling a bit cold. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to her. Uh, it was, they're taking a long time to appear to sleep. <clears throat> when I woke up, she had put this white sheet over her. I said, Nita, what are you doing? She said, what do you mean? She said, why do you put your white sheet over your head? You know, you can't do that in hospital. Yeah, yeah. they'll cut you way to a different room. Yeah. I know. They would have built you and I would have never realized. <laughs> she said, was, the light was coming too on. Too bright. Yeah. Yeah, too bright. So you put the sheet over her head. Anyway. So anyway, so we go to the x-ray room. <laughs> I said, never do that in hospital. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody must have been giving strange look. Me sitting there with a wheelchair with somebody covered up completely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so we go to the X-ray room. The X-ray of foot. 
and I'm looking at the X-ray. I can see where it snapped just below. And she's looking at it. Now, I didn't realize that this is the first time she's looking at an X-ray of a foot. And she's saying, I've broken all of them. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> the joints are not showing up so much. Um, yeah, yeah. The gaps, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took me a little while to realize what you were sharing. I said, no, there's only one that snapped. He said, no, they look, they're all broke. There's gaps everywhere, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, bless her. So, so anyway, so, so I didn't find it. I showed her then, so okay, that's fine. So then... They put up temporary plaster because it was quite swollen. Mm. Uh, at that time, they used to do temporary plaster, huge ones, big plasters. Uh, uh, put it in the wheelchair. And this is around, around 4.35 in the morning. It's freezing. Um, put it in the wheelchair. The leg is stuck out there, so you have to maneuver it properly. <laughs> so, so that entrance to the hospital has got like an incline going like right. this, straight down, right? At the end is a golf course. <laughs> the incline is like that. My car was parked further up, so I levered it in the, on the top, in the front. The porters are there. I said, hold it. I'll go and bring the car nearer. <laughs> By the time I go halfway to the car, I can hear this voice going, <laughs> There she was speeding past me in this wheelchair with one leg up. <laughs> so I had to run after her, grab hold of the wheelchair, stopped it just in time before she got into the golf course. <laughs> How did you, what, the porter just let her go or she? The porters were laughing their heads off. By the way, you do an uncanny impression of Nithika. That was very good. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, I did it too many times. <laughs> that so, is a very romantic story. Yeah. <laughs> what, what advice do you have for my generation, the cousins and the C2s? Uh, look after each other through thick and thin. That's the main thing. Uh, in life, you'll get ups and downs, but if you've got each other, you can mm. go through it quite easily. So that's the main thing. Yeah. 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 Um, Bakaka, what is your favorite book? The Third Eye. <laughs> Sorry? The Third Eye. <laughs> the Postman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite movie? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, I like it. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite hobby? Maybe other than golf. I'm guessing golf is near the top of that list. What, what's your favorite hobby apart from that? Uh, <clears throat> it's pets, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's your favorite thing to eat? What's your favorite food? Chana. <laughs> chana. <laughs> chana. Um, Any type of chana you give me, Ali. 
<laughs> Good to know. Shanine Coffee. Next time you come, we'll uh, yeah. we'll get some yeah. falafel yeah. going yeah. and get yeah. some Turkish <laughs> coffee. Yeah. You guys have been going for three hours. <laughs> it's talking about you. <laughs> I hope he said some good things. I mean, so I, I, it's 50-50 at this point in the cookie. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> um, tell me something that very few people in the family are likely to know about you. Uh, the dyslexia. No, I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, and I, I, I had no idea as well. And that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, thank, thank yeah. you for sharing that. Um, yeah. I definitely don't need anything else. Yeah. Um, what? And I think you, you've certainly answered this maybe even twice now. But talk about some of the most valuable lessons that Bar and Bapaji taught you. Uh, Bar used to tell us in stories how to live with your siblings, how to live life uh, by examples of different stories and how that got ingrained in us. Mm. Bapuji taught us the fun things, the bridge and everything. But he also told us that, like you say, you if you make a promise, you've got to keep it. Mm. Uh, and your code and your ethics in life come from both of them, mm. uh, which uh, up to now, every now and then you try and hold on to. If you fail, you fail, you're failing them. Yeah. Uh, which is your standard, basically. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you mean. They had very high yeah. ethics. And, yeah. um, and integrity yeah. and like yeah. sort of this message and I, I hear myself saying it all the time yeah. sometimes yeah. to my kids but also like you know yeah. to people yeah. at work that yeah you know integrity yeah. is kind of all you have um That's, yeah yeah no okay. it's uh... no sorry go on go on no you go on. <laughs> no, no no I was just gonna this is the last round of questions so I'm gonna ask you to describe somebody and uh, but in three words so in three words I'll, I'll give you the name and the first three words that sort of come into your head is that is that okay yeah uh so first up is kundanfei uh guardian always there guardian always there josnafei uh a doer she'll be always there to help you do whatever you want latafei uh thinker <laughs> vibafei Fun. Bharatada. Uh, good storyteller. <laughs> yeah. <He'll> always be there. <laughs> my dad, Viren. Competitive is my standard I've got to get up to. <laughs> <laughs> who's got who's got more golf trophies at the moment? Is it is it a close competition? I feel like you might be ahead no. now. No, he's he started a long time before me. Oh really? When they used to play golf. And I used to say it's an old man's game. Yeah. I said, I'm not playing. Until Anisha went to uni, mm. I didn't play golf. <clears throat> because I didn't have that four or five hours. So yeah. it's only... So I started around 12, 15 years after them. Yeah. And uh, first few weeks, no, first four weeks, I went to have lessons. And I, I started playing worse than I was playing. 
And then I decided that in my life, any sports I've played, I've never had a lesson. Yeah. <clears throat> so I stopped having lessons and tried to figure the game out myself. And that's how it's worked. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Street golf. You're back to your, you're back to yeah, your kind of yeah. teach yourself style yeah. of every sport that you've played. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe, yeah, maybe, that, maybe that'll be my part too. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, Listen, yeah, no, Bakaka, said, it's been three hours or close to three hours. Oh my God, I'm so it's, sorry. No, 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 not at all. It's been incredible. And honestly, I think we could talk for a few more. Maybe we have to do a, a second episode. Yeah. Before we sign off, is there anything that you wanted to share that I didn't ask you? Uh, no, it's so nice to see the second generation growing up so nicely in this country. Uh, I think it's a, it's a reward and it's nice to see that and I'm quite pleased and that's what keeps me happy. Yeah. So it's nice, nice to see all of you doing so well and doing so well with each other and being good parents for the third generation, which is even better. Yeah. So, so it's nice. So thank you for all that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you. What a perfect yeah. note to end on. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much again for your time and um, you. look after yeah. yourself and I'll see you soon, All hopefully. All right, I'll tell you some more stories then. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. Thank you, Bahaga. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.